0: As corny as kansas in august i'm as normal as blueberry pie no more a smart little girl
1: with no heart i have found me a wonderful
0: guy all right this is exalted the congenial season one episode one and an introduction my name is Devin, and this game is a game we are running online with a few folk who are fans and want to try out the godbound conversion and just people i know from the online communities I frequent. This game is independent of Princes of the Universe, it does not take place in the same continuity. Uh, It is a base-level game, the first full Exalted game we've run that starts out at, like, experience uh, zero in the Godbound system and working our way up. It's an excellent opportunity we found to explore the module, see what works at character creation, see what I might have missed in design, and we've already found a few errors that have been already fixed, so that's perfect. Uh, the game itself is set with the intended goal of the main characters being nice people, just just friendly folk, good guys. And that was kind of the genesis of the whole game from there. Uh, for players, we have their characters as a solar, who's a young girl who exalted and was supposed to be high priest of her village, and is now their god essentially, and the village is kind of questioning that. We have a Lunar Exalted who is setting up in the northeast in the Halter region and wants to set up his own kind of influence so he can keep the area safe from harm. We have a Sidereal that's accompanying them to find issues and problems that are affecting the region and resolve them. And the best way to find them and resolve them is to hang out with other Celestials. We have a Gatimian who is just slowly being introduced uh, after this episode actually. You'll probably hear about him and a few other people here and there are dropping by. This game takes place in the northeast in Halta, and the beginning point of it, where the characters know each other from, is that they are all monster hunters, essentially. Not in the way of behemoths or wild mutants or uh, first-age solar creatures, just that creation itself has monsters. It has things that will attack society and hurt people and cause trouble. So they all know each other because they have a history of dealing with these things, seeking them out and putting them down and collecting trophies session one wasn't recorded unfortunately but it didn't run that long so there's not a lot that was missed and this is a brief recap of it in session one they just were celebrating on the outskirts of Hul- the kingdom of halta on taking down a hippo which was not a native animal to the area and was basically called a river monster that was wrapped up and then they began taking porters and people going up river to go to shanta proper While that was happening, uh, they came across an old manse found under a river in a waterfall, which had a skeleton and an old god that was starving in there and a locked door. Uh, The old god couldn't really talk. He could echo them and pantomime, but other than that, he'd been there for far too long. The skeleton was a dragon-blooded shogun soldier from when the Blurring Crusade happened, and there was a whole little mystery tied into it. They spent some time investigating, gaining information, using their various charms to figure out kind of what a timeline might have been. And they moved on, and then they were attacked, uh, because the porters that they were with were under siege by a giant western turtle with a cannon mounted into its shell. Did a brief run of the combat uh, engine, they took it down, and that was basically it. Uh, First session was just a very quick rundown of the characters, a bit of their personality, a mystery, and a combat. Now, moving forward after this is... The second episode, but for here on out, we're just going to make that the first one. So, this is season one, episode one. The next one will be season one, episode two, etc., etc. And with that, we take you to the game. All right, here we are with Exalted the Congenials. It is October 2016, and this is a new game. Uh, to my internet, we have X playing Y.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh... You've got Gary playing Mirage, Chosen of Journeys. We have Joe, aka Mostly Joe, playing Mocking White Wind, Chosen
3: of, uh, well, New Moon uh, Lunar.
4: You've got Dustin playing Solar Bright Light, Zenith Solar.
0: Perfect. So. Uh, there'll probably be a ses- uh, recording that's up before this one that gives you a brief breakdown of what happened in the first session, because it's the second session, but we're not going to let that get away from us too quickly. Uh, so yeah, I'll just deal with that in a recording that you've already listened to, listeners. So, gang, you are in the wreckage of the turtle. It's super dead.
3: Yep. Uh, we eviscerated the thing, and I'm spending a good pi- piece of time you clawing out the remains of uh, the essence lance and the various different battery components that allowed it to work, because I am not leaving that laying around for mortals to play with.
0: There's a bunch of scrap and detrius and uh, twisted, ruined artifice uh, threaded throughout its corpse.
2: And I'm I'm carving in a carving. Fair enough. <laughs> And while you're doing that, I'm going to go see if there are any survivors of the uh, of the boat and, and crew that we were hopping upriver with. And if anyone needs injuries tended, I will do my best to assist.
0: The porters? A quarter of them are still alive.
2: We're batting a thousand. I mean, 250, but...
3: To be fair, we had a we had an anomaly which may or may not have been what we were looking for, didn't pan out, but did open us up to other opportunities down the road.
1: no
0: uh, Oh, and Eddie's character, the liminal, uh, drops by uh, for a cutscene. Is all like, "All right, I have to head off somewhere for a thing that's important. I'll be back later." And then he left.
2: And I'm and I'm standing there.
0: It's, it was all um, friendly. You were all friendly about it because you understand people have these problems. Okay,
1: yeah,
0: so at the so... same time, <laughs> Poochie had to go back to his home planet.
2: Yeah, I, I was getting this mental image of us all standing there with our mouth agape. At like, did he just come back to say hi, bye after this screw up and just vanished? You know, yeah, we don't do that uh, because this was all congenial and nice.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was gonna,
3: I was gonna say, ooh, liminals, dependable chaps.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. Stuff happens.
3: Yeah, well, a true. One exalt yeah, by themselves. Yeah, best luck.
0: Yeah. Uh, Eddie is unavailable for maybe the next week or two, so he's just going to go into the background.
3: hmm Hopefully you can make it.
0: Yep. All righty. So, yeah, you have a fair chunk of scrap metal from this thing's burning wretched, wretched corpse.
3: I mean, I'm going to take as much care as I can using my uh, training as a uh, hedge wizard slash shaman to... Remove the detritus in such a manner that I can examine it later.
0: Sure. How are you going to transport it?
3: Mm, I'll skin it. I'll skin it and use its own shell.
4: Well, before he does that, I think we should put, you know, the turtle to rest. Man, you don't want zombie turtles. Oh
3: no, I have no issues with that. Once I get the parts I need off of it.
0: Oh man, that uh, wiki with all the second edition monsters in it is now gone. It's down.
3: Aww. You're kidding.
0: That's super sad. It yep. that's been up for a while now.
3: You jinxed it.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm sure it'll come back up. It probably was a hosting hiccup. I was gonna say, you know, that that's a resource that we were gonna be relying on.
0: Right. There's still snapshots, so you're good to go.
3: Hmm. Not to mention other uh, classic Dungeons and Dragons materials to play with.
1: Hmm.
3: But um um. I- the things are the things, big old shell that the um, essence cannon was mounted on, and the uh, enchanted bits are about all I really care about. The if,
0: uh, oh, that shell Sol- that shell blew up. Goodness gracious, are there no pieces of that left?
3: Oh, so it just kind of
0: detonated. It went up like a lava it kind of exploded.
2: Cave. Okay, then never mind. I'll just <laughs> yank up the artifact bits, and soul can have the rest. So. Well, um, like I said, I will tend to uh, t- help tend the injured get them back on is the is the raft intact or the, the um the, boats
0: the boat, boat portering? yeah like two of them are
3: is it enough for them to finish their uh, transport
0: it's more than enough
3: <laughs> oh okay. because they were pooling their resources and they were hi- they were anticipating getting shafted basically
0: uh no because there's not a lot of them alive there's like i don't know five
2: well, well, some of them will make a bigger take. Uh, Hooray! Yeah, that's this is still very unfortunate. Anyway, I helped the couple of survi- i helped a couple of survivors, and I need a bath. <laughs> I think all of us need a bath, actually.
3: I think I'm the one most covered in gore since I went, you know, claws in on this thing.
4: Oh yeah, you went claws in on this thing <laughs> after it was
1: dead. No, no, before, I remember? It had, no. had
4: exploded on you.
3: Well, yeah. I was right there with my hand wrapped around the stupid thing's essence cannon trying to rip it out of its shell when it blew up.
0: <laughs> Hashtag name, name of your porno.
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lunar fighting style. Is it
2: messy? Yes. <laughs> pulled, it's not messy. You,
0: you pulled this turtle's essence cannon out of its shell.
2: Uh, that cannon made of magical materials? Mm-hmm
3: yeah most of it is
2: it, it, it if not it's made out of um
3: it's probably it may not be made out of the classic magic materials but it's but definitely made out of uh magical components and stuff that we can tear apart and use and, and or examine to try and get an essence trace on whoever the hell did this
0: uh yeah as i said before the the piece of magi tech that uh, you regularly see on the holtons uh, on their defensive defenses. Is made mm-hmm. of that weird ceramic material that you see in uh, early Shogun construction and uh, late First Age.
3: We're not talking the crystalline like adamant. We're talking the uh, composite stuff.
0: Yeah, literally ceramics, like white kind of plate stuff. That's magic.
3: Ah, uh, equivalent to what Churoscuro is made out of.
0: No, like like you ever had a ceramic plate?
3: Well, no, no. I, I understand that it's ceramic, <laughs> while Chiruscuro is made out of glass. I'm just saying it's it's a magical substance that's not one of the metals.
0: Yes.
2: Sorry, I, I meant to qualify that. No. Doesn't problem. even have jade dust mixed in or something.
0: Oh yeah, like there's there's uh, moon silver and star metal lining parts of the barrels and stuff. It's all it has parts of it, but the majority of its construction are those weird otherworldly materials you can't make anymore.
3: If we found a crafter who wasn't the jackass who put this thing in this turtle, we might be able to reverse engineer and or get this thing working again.
0: Yes, with several qualifiers added to that.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, 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 it done blown up good. It's just right now it, it's scrap and spare parts as far as I'm concerned.
2: Additionally, we might be able to find a better use for the materials. We'll see.
0: This thing would count as one artifact shard.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Which means later on down the line we can use that for uh, dominion harvesting, either dominion harvesting or crafting in our own right, but mm-hmm. yeah. Although this early on, we probably want to start. We probably want to start harvesting because we're going to need dominion for you know, I don't know, growing our essence.
2: <laughs> Character question: uh, Does. How long does it take to convert a shard to dominion points? Can you do that instantly? Or- oh,
0: not instantly. You'd have to haul around the actual shard until you do your dominion project. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to work the parts you have into the project somehow. Like, you know, melting this down into pieces to make gear for your soldiers if you're making them super soldiers. That kind of shit.
3: Like I said, it's scrapping resources right now. Um, Since... We've had a massive die-off while I'm helping move the body, so Solo can... I'm, uh, Solo, I'm assuming you're going to walk around and do the, the blessing of the no undead?
4: Absolutely.
0: Could you all post uh, your Google uh, address that you use for your character sheets in the chat so I can add you to this character sheet I just made? Or this game sheet? Sure.
2: sure. You wants to, want to post our, um, our full Google address or our character sheet? or
0: Google address. I'm going to add you to a sheet that you can edit. Is that what you're talking about?
2: I don't know if that link.
0: Your email address, your Gmail email address.
3: Oh. Yeah,
0: that's it. Like that. There we go. Yeah, done. Perfect. All right, keep talking. Okay.
3: Oh. Big surprise. (laughs) While uh, Sola is doing the blessings to prevent undead and purifying the bodies and taking care of all that, um, I will politely ask the uh, porters if uh, they have any. Uh, a backpack or something I can use to stow these parts after I clean them off.
0: Hey, you can just ask them, like, in character if you want.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm not gonna... How large Ar- is this, anyway? Pardon? How large is the remnants, anyway? Because I got the impression, vaguely, like, that, that this turret was, like, the size of a tank turret, i.e. pretty big.
0: Uh, pretty big.
3: It's pretty It's big. like the barrel of a ballista. It's a good way of describing it. So yeah. if you took, if you took the if you took the, uh, the, uh, what is Pieces. it? The, the bow, the bow part away, and just made it a long, narrow barrel of metal. It's like oh, I know. It's like I'm carrying around a rocket launcher tube of metal and various different bits draped off the back end. Is a good oh, way yeah. of it? Oh yeah.
0: It'd be a little bit bigger than that. Uh, probably, uh, probably more weight than a full suit of plate mail. Probably yeah. full suit of horse barding weight worth.
3: Oh, so I can actually post in here what we have.
0: Yeah, look at that. Now you guys can keep track of your goddamn shit.
3: Okay, I will put down... And other essence- things
0: like Dominion projects and whatever.
3: Essence, Cannon, Junk. And I'll just mark that in there. There we go.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Where's the stupid asterisks? And we're going to put this on... There we go. So I'll just keep the bulleted list going as we go. <clears throat> there we go.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so yeah, I walk up to him and say, S- "I'm sorry. Do you have any uh, backpacks or carry uh, sleds I can use for these pieces? I don't want to leave these around because these could be hazards to other caravans coming through."
0: Uh, yeah. All right, we could um, we could empty out some of the gear that didn't quite make it, and you could load it into the boat.
3: Um, I think we're going to transport this separately ourselves. Uh, well hmm, I kind of yeah alright so let's you know what that's a good idea let's load it onto the boat if you can find stowage for it I'm going to wrap this up and stow it safely so no one mess with it because you know it's dead but I don't want just, I don't want volatile chemicals or uh, bits being messed with once I've stowed them safely
0: yeah I don't want to get cursed by the by the first age, by the angry gods from the first age, by touching their stuff.
3: Well, seeing as how I am a duly appointed representative. As long as I'm handling it, you're fine.
0: Perfect. Uh, you can. I turn
3: around. <laughs> I turn around and start uh, cleaning off as best I can with river water and just rags, the bits, and loading them on there. And then eventually, I get tired of stinking and looking like I've been in an eternal house. I, I. Step into the water and splash around in it, and, and wipe myself off, and then get on the boat.
0: I <laughs> oh mean, if you wanted to be really efficient, clean yourself, you could shape shift into a you that sheds his skin and just peel off the outer layer of gross.
3: Well, I mean, I in could front, do front of that, the mortals,
0: or... you know, so they die of fright.
3: Those, uh, that, or, or, that, or that or just that would not be a... congenial. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I mean, the most I could do is like turn into a turn into my uh, spirit shape, a big old. Um, owl owl and it's covered in gore and just splash around in the water like an owl taking a bath
0: All right, they load all this crap onto their second boat because all of their all of their worldly possessions can now fit into one boat instead of the five they originally brought
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm
2: out of curiosity, so how many porters are left and why does all that cargo suddenly fit into fewer boats? Because it got because...
0: smashed up by a lightning turtle that hated it them and God?
2: Oh, uh, I, I was I was surprised. I would have thought the boats would have been destroyed along with the cargo.
0: I'm sure they were. Yeah, the other five boats were destroyed. Well they have two now.
2: They're probably under... Some
3: of them are in the water. Some of them are up on the shore as a wreckage. They probably picked through what was still viable. We're gonna have to find... uh, I'll wait till we're... Go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, they're uh, the porters, the five guys that are left, are just picking up that boat and hoping you'll pick up the second boat. Wink, wink. As they kind of look at all their spices going into the river. All their nice clothes are on fire. You know.
2: It's... (laughs) Fine.
0: <laughs> it's fine. You you'll have another lifetime to do that.
2: Well,
3: I mean, we're gonna clean this up. The fact that they're alive, they're probably thankful. They're they're the handful that are still alive.
0: They definitely are thankful. Thankfulness, thankfulness, and uh, what what was it? A gun and good intentions. There, there's there's a phrase where it's like, good intentions and a nickel will get you a and you have a nickel or something.
3: Well. Unfortunately, they're mortals, and we haven't equipped them yet to take care of the problem.
0: <laughs> anyway, I stumbled over that phrase, but I'll remember it later. Uh, yeah, no, they get right back to it. They're close to Halta now.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I pull you both aside, and I say, okay, I have a compromise to our slight problem uh, with the uh, cache we discovered as well. I've been thinking about this. Um, I don't trust leaving that armor and equipment there, but at the same time, we need to deal with the issue of the starving god. Okay. So, I was going to put put a call in to the pact to find um, if my mentor or his relations have a number of secure caches that are actively patrolled and guarded locally, and we can transfer like these ruined weapon pieces, that armor and sword, and any other random bits we pick up while cleaning up these messes and have it kind of as a stowage facility so we actually have time to look over it without worrying about someone picking the pieces up and
2: well reverse engineering into more nightmares we have to deal with i nod and i say that is an excellent idea um we will certainly need a more defensible place to uh to take care of anything we may come across. After all, anything that we discover might be rediscovered.
3: And that's actually, I was—I had a few ideas on what we could do with these parts. If I can get my master to give us a location to set up, eventually we're going to have to find some sort of uh, manse to get a hearthstone to access that cache to unload it and get it into a safer location. I'm thinking we can probably use these parts once I've done a little <clears throat> incantation cleansing and well, distilling um,
2: to start building our safe house. Are and you much- skilled? At,
4: are you a skilled geomancer? Well, uh, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. He, he knows all of the geometry. I have. Oh,
2: before that was silly of me. I, I would have known from events prior.
3: Well, I mean, it's not something I bring up. I have full training and. Uh, shamanistic work hedge magic and light geomancy work for uh, under the under the pact as well as my own side studies in sorcery
2: ah well in that case um all we need to do is locate an appropriate um lay, uh dragon line nexus i want to say ley line but that's not the right term in exalted a domain that we can use yes
3: it's a so, good idea.
2: And we'll as far to... as the um, the unfortunately uh, decaying god who is currently in that, Karen, I could make a trip up to up to you, Sean, and see if I can get him some quintessence. I'm thinking if Solo is willing to work with me, the two of us can
3: move the armor and weapons to a safe location, begin scouting our, our new base of operations, and I can start decanting and arranging, and by the time you get back with the um, meal for the god, we can get the god out of there and guard, safeguard that cache until we can either sa- dismantle it or open it up and move it. Because uh, the god is half-starved. I'm not entirely sure how much defense it's going to offer against something, pr- something crafty enough, sorcerous enough to build whatever the hell made this turtle. Hmm. I just don't like leaving... Uh, time bombs laying around like that.
2: Neither do I. Sola, do... do you think this is, uh... do you agree with Mm. this?
4: Well... I feel... like we definitely need to get rid of the items... in particular. I'm not... I'm, I'm not
3: advocating... Uh, demeaning the dead, their grave goods. I understand your reservations with that, Sola, but I would rather move them to a safer location, probably under proper proper stowage with incantations, wards of the prop of the proper type, to keep the items yeah. out of the hands of mortals and enemies alike.
4: Ultimately, we probably should, even if it does cause problems for ourselves, only because um, you know, putting the dangerous items and other hands could lead to the exact same dangerous scenarios as we had here where we lose three fifths i mean three fourths of a party because mm-hmm. well mortals are mortals
2: i turn to solo and say not only that um as it while it may be respectful more respectful to leave the dead's items upon the earth than to take them um in theft to put them in a place where they will be well-maintained and not subjected to the elements is also could be viewed as a sign of respect.
3: At least we could do is put, put the body in proper, uh, proper burial procedures upon a hearth mounting and have the goods and the stuff stowed there and maybe do some genealog- genealogical research in the background to find proper heirs that we could pass the weapons on to. Because I'm all down for getting favors out of families. And dragon-blooded families, lost eggs or no, are definitely worth having on our side. Yeah, that's that's true. Just saying.
2: Out of character, I think we have a plan and we're going to it. And just while we have that little conversation, the rest of the time
3: I'm helping prep and move the second boat... Um, assisting the porters, loading their own gear, whatever I can do to help them and assuage their fears that everything else has been taken care of, and we're going to stay with them the rest of the way until we reach uh, <clears throat> Chanta.
2: Well, perhaps I'd, um, I'd best head off immediately then and uh, get this matter for the gods settled, and that way I can meet you back there Okay.
1: shortly.
3: Then what we'll do is, uh, so if Soul's willing, we'll sit on the, uh, this weapon parts, I'll make my um, contact uh, with the Elder, see what I can dig up uh, as far as a stowage place, and then once you're back we can go, as a team, deal with the issue with God and those remaining artifacts. And while we're at it, Sola, can you do some digging around the city and ask if there's been any other uh, caravan attacks like this? Look for anything that would smack a first stage artifact or weaponry, um, particularly mutant or deviant animals that go beyond what would be attributed to the wild. Because if someone's modifying creatures to use them as shock troops, we need to put that as our, our highest priority as far as overall mission goals.
4: Yeah, I can go ahead and dig around in the town for information like that.
3: I don't know. Um, Money-wise, we're okay. Uh, if I have to, I can, I can get big and carry around the junk. But uh, we'll figure out. We'll figure that out once we hit town.
2: So, just to make sure I understand our character. Um, I'm going to go quickly grab quintessence for the god. You two are going to hit Shanta and start making your contacts, and that way we'll all be able to meet up with the god as well as have a plan for where we're going to move all these things to.
3: Basically, once you get back, once you get back to Shanta with the quintessence in hand, we'll group up and and. Uh march as quickly as we can to get to that to get to the god and get the situation the god dealt with i'll even look around and see if there's any i mean i hate to borrow a hearthstone from an elder but we may have to do that just to secure those artifacts i'll see i'll see uh, what favors i can pull but you know i'm i'm a neophyte and it's an elder and i'm not entirely sure what they're willing to part with or help us with and what favors we have to pay back but I that's said. what we gotta that's what we'll have to deal with to take care of this problem
2: i say well um that is certainly a possibility but don't dig yourself too deeply in debt well, there are a, there are a, there are undoubtedly other options that we will come across before you more before you mortgage your future for for this access more immediately
3: yeah i mean our short-term engagement is we want to have some sort of lunar bolt hold where we can stow random items for the short term until
2: we can devise our own safe uh, location um so i guess with that we part ways temporarily
3: once we reach shanta
2: oh so you want so you want me to stay along with you until chanta because i figured i'd be able to go get the quintessence and meet you guys in chanta much oh, that's right quickly. you're way faster on your own aren't you i'm pretty quick I'm, I'm a little faster yes okay so yeah i
3: guess we part ways at that point
0: all right. So, you guys are heading to Shanta and Mirage is peeling off from the group to head to the nearby Yushan Gate. Nearby mm-hmm. is in massive quotes with qualifiers next to it.
3: However, as a chosen of journeys, nearby becomes
0: relative really fast. Yes. <laughs> uh, you peel off, I think we said northwest. Uh, was the original direction you had to go for the gate that I think we picked on. Yeah. You have to head gate to the 15? You have to head to the top of You, you see where Rubliak turns into Shanta? That river splits off into three or four different directions there?
2: Yep. Um,
0: Alright, so the fourth river, the leftmost river, uh, the one that's nearest ice home, it's just around the tip there that you have to head to.
2: Hold on, I'm just trying to find things on oh, this wait, map. Oh, wait,
0: I can just make the map do this.
2: Oh! Mm-hmm. And that's you handy. you guys
0: are heading there.
3: Actually, well, we're heading to Shanta, he's heading there.
0: Yes, As I said. Bro.
3: Okay. Oh, that's... That's my old stomping grounds, by the way. (laughs) Not too far from where my tribe came from.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Okay. All right. So you have to basically duck those rivers. It's going to be, uh, what's your travel trick?
2: Um, yeah, I don't think Anima Banner is really relevant for this because that's scene length, right? So I have, Unless um, you want
0: to be spending all of your essence constantly.
2: Let's not do that. (laughs) Uh
0: actually a moment
2: so know the path things.
0: lesser swift progress yep uh it's commit effort so
2: it can be halted definitely
0: if you have another thing for committing effort uh let's see no you don't you don't have that many gifts yet
2: let's see i have swift progress i have um know the path is constant I have the journeying word, which is constant, which means that I can basically continue to walk day and night, non-stop, no need for sleep or, eat, or eating. Um, you can cross so, any
0: terrain as if it were flat ground. So. And I can cross any
2: terrain as if it was flat ground because of the athletics gift. So I, I, I'm not going to necessarily uh, cross. I'm not going to do the Gilgamesh trick of crossing a thousand uh, miles in three days, but I'm going to cross quite a bit of distance pretty quickly.
0: So about four miles. Blah blah, blah 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 Four miles an hour. So eight hours a mile. T- eight hours times twenty-four. Wait. Yes. Yeah. Eight times twenty-four with no other modifiers.
2: It's about two hundred miles a day. Which is significantly
0: significantly higher than the thirty miles your average Joe is going to be going.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's
0: not, he's not just an average Joe, <laughs> right? So 200 miles. Uh, I don't know what the scale is on this stupid map.
2: Uh, there is, there is. It's on the compass. That's to the in the west. Is yeah. It really... It's oh, it's it really. Is. Uh... Why is this map
0: so low fidelity? I have no idea. So is it one line's 500 miles? Mm-hmm. That? Yeah. So let's uh. Let me edit something real quick about this.
3: You're going to put a little measuring stick in.
0: Yeah. So one is meters, miles, one unit equals one mile. Is that how it works?
3: There is a higher fidelity version of this, but uh, I think you got the one that came from the PDF, right?
0: I just Googled the map and found the highest quality one I could find.
3: There is a higher one, but it was in the backers. I think I can go dig it up for you.
0: Maybe that'd be the best.
3: But it's not much better than this.
0: Eh, yeah. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get a measuring tape to work. Roll twenty.
1: Hmm.
3: I mean, I can eyeball it, and it looks about.
2: Mm, it is more than a thousand miles.
0: Yeah. Okay, it's point three units is five hundred miles. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, 500 miles. So that's a thousand miles. You do what? 200?
2: About five 200 days. a day, give or take a little so bit. So
0: five days, two and so ten days, to and back.
2: Pretty much, and I don't run into, um, and I don't run into any sort of environmental trouble. Oh yeah, no, no. It's assuming issues.
0: that you're 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 just trucking along, singing a song.
2: Not singing too loudly, but I might be humming a little bit.
0: Okay, Uh, so you're going to be five days out, five days back, and you guys are heading to Shanta, and we'll reach there shortly, uh, within the Mm -hmm. next day or two. Uh, And
3: it's probably going to take that long for us to do what we're going to do.
0: Yeah. Alright, so you're going to head to you, Sean, and I'm going to pass on Nat on describing it for the time being, if that's alright.
2: That is fine.
0: Alright. So, you'll head there, Sounds and great. I think you're just going to take some Quintessence from one of the fountains.
2: Um, it, it, am I allowed to do that? Is there... I mean... I think that's permitted. I
0: beg forgiveness, ask permission sort of thing.
2: Okay. I was gonna say, I didn't know if... I didn't know uh, how... I actually do not know how that works. I don't know too much about you, Sean, so...
0: I don't think you're... I don't think Quintessence is for you, because you don't need it, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You could just kind of, do you want like a gallon, like a barrel of it?
2: I was going to say, do I have any idea how much a, a god consumes, uh, typically?
0: They have a, a bit of it, like every day.
2: A little bit of it every day? Um, if they're having a few sips a day, then yes, I think a gallon is plenty.
0: Alright, you get yourself a rain barrel full of the stuff and kind of just leave A rain
2: it. barrel? Yeah, wow. like a gallon. Well, he's
3: probably talking one of, like the smaller rain barrels, okay. like the, the pu- like, like, uh, like a cupcake full of, um, a little, quintessence.
0: S- a little spigot on it or whatever. Yeah. All right. So you're going to head out. You two, you guys ev- yes. eventually get to uh, the outpost near Shanta, uh, where these porters usually meet up at. They usually don't go into Shanta proper because it's a lot of trouble. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it's an inland, kind of in-river sort of affair. And,
3: and from here is what, the uh, pathways up into the trees?
0: Basically, yeah, you can start getting into the, the tree city of Shanta. Uh, but where they are is uh, another river city, kind of like Mm-hmm.
3: Probably has all the folk wards and whatever around it.
0: Oh yeah, bunch of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so shallower river, uh, a little more arboreal, as opposed to the rainforest areas that were back, you know, the the kind of swampy areas you were in before. Um, the Chantanese people are hanging out. They're clearly better suited for climbing trees and doing the sorts of acrobatics and, uh, living that is required for living up in trees and eating nothing but berries and fruit and moss, which is primarily their, their intake of food.
3: Well, some meat here and there.
0: Yeah, here and there, but I was talking primaries.
3: Yeah, and not to mention the ridiculous, uh, gargantuan pet culture they have.
0: Oh yeah, beasts and not-beasts and stuff. It's getting Mm -hmm. fucking crazy with that. Uh, But this outpost, small, has some tree outposts built into it, sort of platforms that are built into the large uh, imposing uh, redwoods and stuff that are around the area. Uh, They have cranes and uh, blocks and tackles for hauling up large goods. Uh, They're shocked to see this group show up because everyone here looks ragged and run down and just torn apart.
3: Mm, solo, I don't know. How good are you at talking with people like this?
4: Oh, I cu- I'd i like to think that I'm pretty good at talking to people myself.
3: Um, How do we want to frame this? The initial beast is dead and for the short term, travel through the area probably will be safe, but keep on the uh, basically we're gonna need to know about other attacks in the area uh, we think that there might be some sort of organized attack on the shipments we're not entirely sure if it's someone uh, fighting the bull of the north I want to I want to phrase this to them you in such guys a way
0: that are gonna be approached by the head of this outpost
3: yeah that, that's a good idea but I'm curious I, I'm kind of kind of step back I've already basically So I dumped that on you before the head reaches us so you know what my take on this is.
0: Got it. Uh, The head of this outpost is not human. He's a... It is a man machine. Some sort of relic from an age past.
3: Uh, We greet you.
0: It's (laughs) five feet tall. Looks like it's be shorter than the average mortal. Um, smooth head made of a uh, mirrored ceramic surface, no discernible face. Its body is covered in shantan-style armor. There's like, uh, ironwood bark and, uh, scraps of hide that have been, uh, enchanted in various, uh, liquids and soaks to make it as strong as metal and whatnot. Uh, Mm -hmm. Its hands are split into three parts to make them kind of look like uh, angled uh, gardening trowels that have articulation on them that looks like they're just like hands. Um, And it wears various shantan... uh, What's the word? Not nobility, but uh, government apparel. Oh, it
3: has has the... um, It has the tabards and the sigils of office.
0: Yeah, it has like the whole wharf thing going on. You know, he wore that silver thing with all his badges Um, on it.
3: So, uh, the equivalent to a guild proctor, basically, just walked up to us.
0: Um, yeah, maybe not for the guild specifically, but he's, he's there. Uh, when it talks, uh, from its mirrored face, it gives off a sort of vibrating voice that you can kind of just hear in the vicinity. Uh, it's armed with a, uh looks like a jade dire lance in one hand and actually has a dragon side wand on its back
3: whoa okay um greetings work
4: <laughs> greetings leader. hello
0: uh hello i suppose i hear you are most benevolent champions so kind uh, of you to uh, keep these tra- He points to the porters. So kind of you to keep these traitors in good health while we have been attacked by beasts.
3: Yes, about that. Um, the beast in question was most unusual. Uh, Solo, would you care to elaborate?
4: Um, I'll go ahead and give him a rundown of what we believe the beast to be.
0: Huh. A western tortoise. That's... not what we've been getting reports of.
3: I kinda look over at Solo. Uh, Uh,
4: I I ask, what have you been getting reports
0: of? A triple creature. Um,
4: beg your pardon? Triple creature?
0: A triple creature. A beast of triple ferocity, triple size, and uh, triple nature.
3: Three heads, three uh, three forms of body.
0: And this is the reports we get from the survivors before they perish of their wounds. Uh,
3: what is the nature of their wounds?
0: Uh, savaged by a beast's talons, poisoned, uh, some of them scorched as if by a great heat.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Chimeric in nature.
0: That would be the term some would call.
2: Oh, out of character. Oh, damn. Need the looter
1: man. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It, <laughs> the deep-throated kind of... Uh, um, out of character. Sola, do you have a hard time doing the whole chanty-chanty stuff, or...
4: Chanty, Chanty.
3: Well, I mean, do you want to do the explanation or the stuff? Or uh, do you
4: want me to... Out of character. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have a bit of a harder time, only because Solo as a character is a little bit quiet.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Um, so at this point, White Wind will step in a little more. Uh, this beast is sounds like a second. I'm afraid that your shipments are under some sort of concerted attack, then.
0: It's been a long time since we've had issues outside of piracy this far into Shanta.
3: I'm beginning to think that this is some sort of organized terrorism using beasts and magical
0: artifacts. My liaisons with the guild would be more than happy to reimburse troubleshooters for this issue, especially ones with such an exalted aptitude he says with a sort of ringing note on the word at dealing and dispatching with such issues
3: It is within our interests as well as our local uh, affiliances to see that this issue's been resolved
0: Patriots over... then
3: mm, Citizens we'll call it at that very well. One must have a home, after all.
0: Yes, one must have a home. So I'm told.
3: We are investigating the situation. We find it distasteful that beasts are being harmed in such a manner. And these relics of the First Age are being repurposed for terroristic, terrorist reasons. Choking uh, Halta of its resources coming up the river... Would seem something that Ruby lack would attempt, but after the bull of the North's conquest, I find it questionable that that is exactly what's going on. How, so I'm thinking a third party is at play.
0: You believe there's more to this than meets the eye, Steward?
3: I do. It bothers me that these beasts are so um, adeptly crafted. This this uh, tri beast will have to be dealt with shortly. However. Our compatriot is dealing with um, resource issues, and will be back within a probably less than uh out of character uh, two weeks. Is a there's a formal term for Fortnite? Our our companion will be back before Fortnite, Fortnite is was out. Forty
2: days. I thought a fortnight was two weeks.
0: I thought a fortnight was two weeks too. Okay, weeks. I could just
2: be mistaken. Um, oh, yeah. but, but keep in oh. mind. There are two compatriots that you are waiting on.
0: No, no, it's just you. Okay. We'll retroactively bring up the other one if he comes up.
2: Yeah. And
3: if he plays if he plays the Gethamein, that's retroactively is kind of how they operate.
0: <laughs> retroactively, such a despicable word.
3: What do you mean fate? Nope, nope, nope. Hold on, I'm going to edit this. Yeah, I was always here.
0: <laughs> this is going to be my big break.
3: Um,
0: he uh, kind of starts turning on you guys and waves you to follow him as the, the sort of person elevator. The the wood and bamboo and rope and metal lift starts taking you up into the outpost.
3: Um, can we have the remnants stowed somewhere locally until we can work out a long long-term, long-term storage? I really don't want mortals playing with this.
0: My employer has a place to put such items. Follow me.
4: Okay, I I slept the hardware with us. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna let Mockingwhite win.
4: I'm not very comfortable with um, one of this type.
3: Yeah, it's an it's it's a yeah. I'm not entirely happy, but at the same time, this is their city. I'm planning on being sociable and seeing as how my mentor uh, help set this place up, I'm kind of in that middle ground where it's like be polite.
4: <laughs> Understood.
0: The uh, lift begins take you up, taking you up to the uh, lowest tree line where the mm-hmm. stunted and young trees basically end and their canopies give way to the rest of Halta proper. Um, it's enormous. It takes probably 10 solid minutes of the actual lift going before you actually get to the the stopover point, so a ten minute elevator ride.
3: The the beast of burden down below, pulling the counterweights, the counterweights themselves sliding down the tree on yep. old old grooves that carry everything along. It it's actually probably a fairly large lift too.
0: Oh yeah, it's for bringing up probably fifty people. Mm-hmm. There's you guys and the uh, the head of this outpost, the man. Machine.
3: Yeah, we're being we're getting VIP treatment.
0: No one else wanted to go up, everyone else was taking the cargo lifts. Yep. He uh he's standing kind of in front uh in front of you guys, staring off at the tree line with his little shovel hands clasped behind his back. Uh yeah. About ten minutes of this.
3: Wharfmaster, while we're going up. I'm unfamiliar with your make and designation. Where were you originally posted?
0: Somewhere. Somewhere far away from me.
3: I see. Um, obviously you predate the city. Parts of it. Interesting. I did not realize one of your kind that was operating here.
0: You see them every once in a while. Hmm. Relics.
3: Are there others in the city that, uh, like yourself?
0: No, I've only seen others like my kind in the south, or as part of collections in Luxhai.
3: Nah, yeah, obviously Luxhai not operating them correctly, leaving uh, leaving useful civil servants <clears throat> to stand around uselessly is irritating.
0: They're mostly used for whatever it is Luxhai has a has a need for. Uh, Repurposed for maintenance, repurposed for active guard patrol.
3: Hmm. Well, we shan't interfere with you in our comings and goings, but we will make it a point to uh, announce our presence when we arrive. See that you do. And I'm assuming who is your immediate report? The council?
0: Uh, I, have a, I do a joint operation between the guild here and the council itself of Halta.
3: And your, well, to say paymaster in this regard?
0: The Council of Halta, though that's on commission from the Guild. It's a ah. complicated scenario that I provide middle support for.
3: Ah, very good, Wharfmaster. It's good to understand. And actually, besides referring to you by your formal title, what would you have us refer to you as?
0: Wharfmaster, Sir, Dockmaster.
3: Very well. And I kind of lean over to uh, Sola and say, often their names were their titles, so this is not that unusual. Excuse me woman, folks. Yeah, I understand.
0: In the silence, you can hear a faint ticking sound coming from inside his chest cavity.
2: It's a bomb! Dive for cover.
0: Duck and cover. Get under a desk.
2: Uh, the 60s <laughs> well
3: I mean I don't know how he operates but I understand that he's basically an artifact person <laughs> uh, beyond that the am assuming the ticking noise is normal or maybe a sign of irritation I can't really determine it
0: <laughs> In, with hindsight you've always heard that noise whenever he was around
3: okay so I am familiar enough with him
0: Uh, not really <laughs> This is kind of out of nowhere.
2: I okay. just never paid attention before. Now you noticed it. I mean, I've lived in this town before,
0: obviously. Oh, this dock?
3: Not this dock. Town. Shanta. I've lived oh, yeah. Sh- here
0: before. Shanta's fairly huge. This is an outpost outside of it.
3: Yeah. And in and around the city, numerous faces, various different identities well, during my early stages of my uh,
1: training. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you want to kind of just peer back into your memory, you've heard people talk about the Master for this outpost, who's Mm -hmm. just a... They've always referred to him as a stern fellow and a go-between between between the guild and uh, Halta. You know, fairly Mm -hmm. shrewd. Uh, Someone once said, and now it makes a little more sense, he had a nice open face.
3: Yeah, he probably has no eyes. He's seen things via essence, which is why he can identify us.
0: His head's a smooth, mirrored surface in the shape of a head. Yeah. With no discerning features. Yeah. Almost, almost chromed.
3: Uh, odds are he's got some sort of sorcerer's sight on all the time, which is how he perceives the world.
0: Honestly, uh, he just asked the dock guys when they came in, all covered in blood and shit caked britches, and they told him what happened. Okay.
3: <laughs> it wasn't necessarily like we were all,
0: well, yeah. <laughs> I did get pretty glowy. A dude had silver light and started stabbing things. Someone called down a a blastment of the sun onto a monster. Well, uh, I I didn't
3: stab things. I literally hulked out my shoulders and ripped them apart with giant claw hands.
0: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I'm almost certain penetration was involved if you had claws on.
3: Oh, God, yes. I have giant die-12... Uh, magical, piercing, poisonous claw hands. Yep. <laughs>
0: he didn't put two and two together. He put one together and got the answer.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's not really aware that Mirage exists because none of the guys actually kind of remember him doing anything. Yeah, that's it's a, a weird little thing fuzzy. About, yeah,
3: that's a funny thing about Mirage. We remember Mirage, but things get but blurry over time. The longer he's away, which yeah. is why I'm glad he's only going to be gone for a fortnight. Because if he was gone for a month, we'd be kind of like. I remember his name was Mirage, and he was an exalted. But beyond that, uh...
0: the, the, the 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 porters are vaguely aware that you have a terrestrial with you who is a red anima banner. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Maybe they mis maybe they misremember that too.
0: That's that's vaguely what he got out of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah. The Dockmaster leads you up to the outpost proper. The outpost itself would be a small porter city, kind of like a, uh, a fort, like a fur trade fort, just in the trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, walled up areas, sealed off parts that keep people from falling off into the treescape below. There are uh, rope and bamboo and vine-based uh, sort of, what do you call it, nets underneath to catch stuff that falls.
3: Mostly children and fools.
0: Yeah, you know, things, things too. Yeah, true. No one wants to drop a knife over the edge and hit someone.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, this place is hustle and Bustle. There's maybe 300 people that live here.
3: So we follow the, the Doc Master to wherever he's leading us.
0: People give him a berth. Uh, you see uh, Halton people here. Uh, they have that, what was it, the, the, that kind of iconic green hair going on. Uh. Mm-hmm. Because this is exalted and this is halta, and it's all foresty-based here, uh, you see a few people that their hair looks really slicked and greased together to the point where it looks like they have a mushroom cap for hair.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, a little like, too much, little too many small god cross bloodlines.
0: Yeah, almost like uh, purple cat mushrooms with like even the spots in them and stuff. Uh, there's a few. There's one or two um, panthers that are just up here that have like finery on them. That are uh, talking with people, as is Halton tradition, because there are animals that are sentient up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few great strixes, you know, like the size of uh, your animal form, basically, like big owl birds.
3: I would not be surprised that there might be a couple uh, traders from Ixkeltal here, because, you know, Halton would be a great place for them to schlep their goods to. Ixigtal? Yeah.
0: Is that the name of your village?
3: No, Ixquatl, the the beastmen nation out there in the far east.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm not 100% with all of this, and the map is fairly barren for the third.
3: It's uh, it's see the, the see the big chunk of green with I X C O A T,
0: L I. Sorry, Ixquatl.
3: Ixquatl, the yeah, giant beastman nation. Yeah, it kind of just blend it in, in with the map. Yeah, it does. Uh, but yeah, Ixquatl is the huge beastman nation
0: out in the east. Yes, there are beastmen here beautiful. Not as many as there were in that first city you're at With the eel people But uh, you kind of get your, your run-of-the-mill of, the mill of uh, foreigners Like you yeah. see some clear northern barbarians uh, You know, ice walkers uh, You think you spot a terrestrial or two oh, Just God. with the aspect markings But they could just mm-hmm. be aspect markinged mortals A uh, lot of animals, though You know, yeah. wolves and flyers and stuff
3: Okay I'll make it a oh, excuse me, point to keep my hood up, but otherwise follow the docmaster master along.
0: Yeah, he brings you to one uh, redwood tree. That's kind of uh, near the center cluster that's been hollowed out and reinforced with ironwood and walls and defenses and gates and working locking mechanisms. And Ooh. he just opens it up for you with the help of uh, people on pulleys and pneumatics. And yeah, this seems to be a guild storehouse.
3: Excellent. Uh, They give us a a stow cubby somewhere in where I can put the material.
1: Yes, they Um,
3: do. Okay. Uh, I sit there and say, when we stow this, I'm going to want to put some wards up. How much time do we have before we have to meet with your superiors?
0: Uh, When do you want to meet with them?
3: Well, my friend Solo will have to make arrangements for our uh, lodgings for the night. While she's doing that... uh, I will, I will head off, uh, I will stay here and handle proper warding and stowage of this material. Uh, the last thing I need is any sort of um, rogue spirits or curious mortals coming in here.
0: Arthometer uh, just take care of that. And I'm, I provide security for this place.
3: Hmm. Very well then. Um, give me a minute to properly stowage and I'm assuming there is a claim chit for this room?
0: Oh yeah, he provides you with the paperwork you need and uh, seals and sigils and whatnot.
3: Okay.
0: I wouldn't um, worry too much. I don't forget a face.
3: <laughs> How about you don't forget a cast mark? And I pop mine and I f- put my finger on the paper and it, it anointed with uh, blood from my finger. I literally nick my own finger and point it down.
0: You can do that. You're a shapeshifter.
3: Yep. And I look at him and say, I may not be wearing the same face in the future. Just depends.
0: Fair enough. But, uh, when you uh, look into his Miri face and see your face reflected into it with your cast mark, it seems not distorted, but your cast mark seems to be flickering through the different phases.
3: Right. That's fine. As long as you can recognize the cast mark and whatever I do, because I, it's equivalent of magic mark.
0: Yeah, I uh, was just letting you know that there was a weird display going on when you looked in his reflection.
1: Okay,
3: as long as he acknowledges who I am when I when I want to be acknowledged, we're cool.
0: Perfect, oh yeah.
3: All right, I'll stow it and lock it. And I warn his thaumaturges that uh, while the device is damaged, its batteries may be operational. I tried to disconnect them, please don't play with them.
0: Yes, yes. We will soothe the spirits inside, so they not lash out in their wounded state.
3: Uh, yes, just leave them dormant. I, I stowed them properly. Let them, let them remain asleep.
0: Alright, as you're uh, leaving and you're just talking to the Thaumaturges out of the corner of your eye, uh, one of these vaults, because this tree is enormous, uh, mm-hmm. is being opened as Thaumaturges leave and close it. Uh, there is a statue sitting in a chair covered in a uh, large, heavy canvas, about 15 feet tall.
3: Mm-hmm. Recognizable?
0: Uh, it's a humanoid outline in some sort of throne, in a... Uh, covered in canvas. It could be a few things.
3: Um. Anything stand out in my mind?
0: Uh, the figure underneath looks like it's made of heavy angles and uh, spikes.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: There's that very noticeable crackle in the air of essence.
3: Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, don't let that get near this. <laughs> it's a good way of putting it. Okay. I'm assuming when the door closes, I don't feel that crackle as much. That's right. Okay. I look over at Solo and I kind of shrug and say, Thaumaturges
4: here are dabbling with very powerful forces. I'm not entirely sure that they should have this stowed here, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, and if we were to sort of upon it then we probably run into some issues with this you know particular area and we probably don't want that on our hands right now
3: no no let's uh let's go have a meeting with the superiors and talk about dealing with talk about dealing with these beasts and whoever's creating them
0: oh is that what you wanted to talk about yes oh you can go through me for that i'm the one who's handing out bounties
3: well we also wanted to talk about um, hmm we also wanted to talk about other reports you have bounties operation for this tribe do you have any other instances of attack by local creatures
0: seems along this route uh, we hear reports of a water monster that was recently dispatched at one of our more far away outposts ah yes
3: we remember that um,
0: <laughs> other, than, other than that, and your sea beast, and the triple the triple creature, we only get one more report, but it's more of a, a local ghost story.
3: We'll take it. It's Any curiosities at this point is a lead.
0: About ten years ago, there was a forest, a small copse of trees, stunted and deformed by a circumstance south of here. And the trees grow in a geometric patterns that are outside of nature. I think there's a dragon line underneath. But if you go in there... uh, What was it? If an unrequited lover goes into that copse of trees, they can sometimes hear the the voices of scorned... uh, He he sounds so tired talking about it. Scorned lovers echoing through the uh, winds and the branches.
3: Interesting. Um, Hmm any sort of dragon line activity in the area may be a place where our terrorists are using for essence gathering. We need to We'll catalog it. It may not be a priority for us. Hmm. Can we get some uh, documentation and maps to this, to this account so I can correlate what I have and shorten our travel times?
0: Uh, sure. He just brings you over to a uh, cartographer's area.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: just start a yeah. kind that starts pointing out stuff.
3: All right. I'm, May I uh, politely request for uh, Ink and Quill and start marking up uh, if they have a copy of a map I can take?
0: They have a light table set up so they can just kind of do a brief copy on it.
3: That's fine. And I'll start taking notes and uh, I'll start annotating the copy with our notes.
0: Yeah, they set up on those light box tables. So yeah, there was the river monster you dealt with. Rumors of that started a few years back. Uh, the shell monster which you've already dealt with. Uh, we've been hearing about that for about a week now. And the triple creature is about a few months old. The ghost force is, there... is about a decade.
3: Is there any bounties on the shell monster?
0: Oh, yes, definitely.
3: Then we'd we'll like to file for those as well. I take out one of the big chunks of shell, put it down. I believe that will count for our...
0: Uh... Uh, you have witnesses. It's fine. You don't. <laughs> you could throw that away.
3: Actually, I'm going to keep that.
0: Uh, uh, suit yourself.
3: I keep fetishes. <laughs> he uh
0: he kind of just takes out a cloth from the pocket of his armor that's soaked in uh what's the word? turpentine almost, like paint mm-hmm. remover and just kind of starts smear, you know, rubbing that on where you left it.
1: Mhm. Okay.
0: You know, industrial solvent.
3: He's a stickler for
0: he really critters. Doesn't like he really does not like people touching things and leaving stains behind. Okay. Really irritates the shit out of him.
3: <laughs> He's not gonna like me much, is he?
0: <laughs> you just took out a bloody chunk of rotting uh, monster flesh and just were like, "Here's my proof." And it's like you had eight <laughs> guys who swear that you were the guy who killed him, and you brought a monster, and you brought a monster gun that we just put into the vault. You're good. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm gonna use shell pieces for stuff later. It's and, just, then,
0: and then you like you took the meat and you just started to smear it on his metal face. And you're like, no, don't you see? <laughs> It's true.
1: No,
3: dude, it's it's totally like <laughs> I, I I'm not quite I'm not quite a abyssal level charnel house. But you know, Lunar, I get my yeah fingers and thumbs in there.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's all good.
3: <laughs> Don't yeah, mind me. There's a <laughs>
0: there's a bounty that you have. That's fine. We can work on that in a little bit. Excellent. Other than the triple monster and the decades old ghost forest, um well, there is a thing that's been coming up. Some of the boats have been getting caught in the river. Caught? Well, they'll just um, stop in the middle of it and we'll have to push it out of there.
3: Now, have they had any damage to the underside of their hulls? Nope. Has there been anything in the water uh, that they've used sounding sticks on and discovered?
0: Uh, it's the damnedest thing. There used to be a series of rocks and shoals there. You know, sort of a, a hazard. And we, uh, we paid a few boys to go in and clear it out and rip it out of there and smooth it over even so far as to bring out chisels and hit it underwater and uh, get all the debris gone so the boats when they bottom out won't hit it you know clear the channel out and, and they're uh, still hitting it Well, uh, it does, there's no damage but they get stuck there
3: I write that down um, keep in mind I'm writing this all down in like my own local dialect so it's <laughs> gibberish to most people no problem <laughs>
2: Does your local dialect have a written language?
3: Um, it's a combination of lunar uh, script and probably first age runes and just uh, tribal markings and crap all kind of just blurred together. So okay. if you were if you were looking at it, it would basically make as about as much sense as sense as like um, those okay. elven writings on the uh, old token maps and stuff like that it just looks like
1: yeah
0: it's first age pictograms which are all yeah. Aztec-y
3: yeah combined combined with claw claw sh- shaped swirls and stuff and you know die- and, and like uh,
0: if someone merged the photoshop filter on the uh, werewolf the forsaken uh, liner notes and the first age exalted liner notes
3: it'd look a lot like that yeah <laughs> I mean it, it's a lot of gibberish to most people.
0: Okay, most writing is gibberish to most people.
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: This is creation.
3: I'll put the drying I'll put the drying um, sawdust on the paper, let it dry out real quick and blow it off, roll up our map, copy, and thank the uh, leader and say, we'll take the care of our restore business from here and come back when we're ready to transport the material out.
0: Sure thing. How do you want your bounty paid out? there are options.
3: I look at Solo. Uh, what are these options?
0: Well, there's Guild Silver Script. That's always great. Uh, we've offered some trading stock in a few of our enterprises that have matured quite nicely since the bounty first went out. So that's always a win. If you want to take hard si- Guild uh, Distributed Silver, there's an option. We also offer g- uh, Realm Script, if you're though that kind of a type, I don't suspect you are. And uh, we also have 30 days worth of rations for a group of 10, along with two barrels of Chiriscure and wine.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
4: You know, if we're going for the long run, I think stock is the best investment. Not that I'm saying we should choose it. Actually, my friend Sola makes a good point.
3: I think we'll take the stock.
0: Sure. All right. Uh, I'll get that worked out with uh, my contacts. So it's recorded down in Nexus proper. We have to go through the the local. It goes through the local who approves it. And then the local passes it on to the regional. Regional passes it on to the directional. Directional hits Nexus.
3: That's fine. Um, We'll take some investments. Uh, I guess we'll mark it under our names directly. Uh...
0: Uh, a, a lunar, solar, and a terrestrial. Yeah, we'll we'll notice who you are. It'll be good. We'll uh we'll get the final details uh, down. We will
3: come up with a we will come up with a business name that we will affiliate under, to make things easier on you.
0: Wait, did he just call me a terrestrial?
3: No, he he's calling Mirage a terrestrial. Yeah, a, oh, a lunar gosh,
0: and solar yeah. with their terrestrial manservant. He he figured it out. He knows yeah, how it works.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm not easily offended,
1: and I'm not there. <laughs>
2: Well,
3: since you're not going to be there by the time we have to fill out the paperwork, uh, I think about it and I'm saying, all right, <sighs> um, <laughs> I'll think of something. Uh, you have people to talk to and I have an elder to talk to in the meantime, we'll, we'll fill out the paperwork this evening and then take it from there. Fair enough. So, and we take a break and then I guess, uh, I actually think of up an idea of just as an affiliate name, although I do write Mirage, uh, white. I don't call myself full Mockingbird right when I just say Whitewind and Sola underneath it.
0: Whitewind, Sola, and Mirage. He's like, oh, look at that. Those are normal names.
3: Yeah, they definitely are. But, um,
0: you even signed it with a paw print. Perfect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
3: but I refer to us as the, um, what was the, what was the stupid bloody term that the, uh, Haltons, um, one moment. Out of character. One moment. Sorry.
0: Sure. Uh, while you and Sol are wrapping that up, I'll move over to Mirage. So, uh, you had a question about how I'm running Sidereal forgetfulness. Since yep. it's just a part of Sidereals, like they just naturally are forgetful, people kind of fudge the details over time. There's no yep. real mechanical need for it.
2: Okay. Um, how much do I have to worry about that affecting my circle?
0: Uh, not the that much. Interact- okay. Like if you want to put the screws on it by a power to make it better, because I'm I know there are fate powers to, to recommend this because Kevin Crawford's no fool. Yeah. So if you want to put the screws on the party by making them forget about you, go ahead. But um, different part, different game groups will have different levels of versimilitude they want with sidereal forgetfulness. So okay. I explicitly didn't keep it in the module, just like I didn't keep in the module that you know abyssals' cast marks are red or bleed or uh, whatever. <laughs>
2: Okay. Yeah, that, that's what that's why I figured. I just wanted to make sure that the issue of you know, hey, I go away for ten days or fourteen days, I'm okay. But crap, I'm over twenty one days. Everyone forgot about me. I think uh, if was, uh,
0: uh, I think if you left for like a year straight and never got into contact with him, they'd be like, oh yeah, we hung out with this guy named Mirage. He was eight feet tall, black and white, made a fire. That sounds about right. hmm He was also a tiny Sienese woman.
2: <laughs> also is that person that's great
0: with hands that could hands strong enough to crush a butterfly
2: <laughs> a very large butterfly uh okay that makes it clear
0: so yeah uh, it's basically gonna be you know basically how exalted runs it doesn't need to be that nailed down okay so uh you spent your time in yushan Uh, it was mostly, did, did you do anything other than pick up uh, a brewski?
2: I can't even drink. Um, I guess I would, since I'm here, I would check my inbox. I'm sure I have one.
0: Uh, yeah, there is a note asking you to, uh, forward if you're coming to the, uh, calibration feast that uh, Heaven usually throws, that the Sidereals usually put together. The Five Score Fellowship, whoever is available, will get together and just, you know, hang out for calibration.
2: Really? I we discontinued those after that one very memorable year.
0: Okay, there was one that went really bad, but after that, it wasn't that bad.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Um, in that case, um, what month is it?
0: Uh, it's like six months away from calibration.
2: Oh. I-, I figure I probably usually attend these things, so yeah, why not?
0: I'm just going to write down a note.
2: The RSVP. Yeah, I'll I'll attend that.
0: Damn it. Nope. I'm typing. I'm trying to type as well. You can type where you want to type. I just want to type where I want to type.
2: Just make separate lines, guys. That's what I was trying to do.
0: Okay. There. You guys can keep track of the time from there. I officially gave you a timeline. Six months till calibration. You can backwards engineer what month and year it is and all that shit. Okay. (laughs) Haha.
3: All right. One of you will um, be the
0: Peter of this group.
3: I fill out the paperwork uh, when the they bring it around, and oh, I wait, refer-
0: uh, We're still on Mirage, so I'll I'll get right back to you, dude.
3: Okay, dope. Sorry.
0: No problem. It's just very easy for me to get distracted. So, uh, like I was saying, so you RSVP? Are you going to go to calibration?
2: Oh yeah absolutely can't miss that it's like one of the biggest parties of the year not the biggest party of the year
0: uh there's a note from one of your sifus asking if you'd be willing to pick up more education sometime down the line uh in exchange for a favor he's very bold about it
2: jeez they're usually not that direct um does he say what the favor is
0: no that'd be telling
2: wait wait i just want to make sure i understand he wants to educate me in exchange for me doing a favor for him?
0: Yeah.
3: Oh. Uh, re- reverse the order that he needs a favor done and he's willing to pay you in training.
0: Oh, no, he'll train you first and then you'll do the favor. And, you know, if you renege on the favor, he'll have mysterious Phaeton and just beat you up until you have to pee into a cup for the next few months. Yeah. Don't renege on the deal.
1: Oh,
2: no, of course not. Yeah. Well, and, of my uh, seafoods. Does it give a? Does it give a please respond by date?
0: yeah within the next two three years whatever
2: okay well in that case i'll keep that in my uh i'll keep that in my back pocket and i'll probably tell him in person at calibration how i'm feeling about the idea which is probably gonna be a yes but yeah don't forget don't forget you get guest passes to calibration
0: Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Make sure to RSVP who you want to bring with you to calibration for your guests. I'm purposes.
2: not... Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I do not have anyone who I'm bringing here because I remember what happened the last time Solars and Lunars were at a calibration feast. Seriously.
0: It'd be a bit of oh, a faux pas. Faux pas.
2: Yeah, l- l- let's not Let's not do that. Big old, happy, smiley, shining teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, may- maybe, it, maybe if Sola was an eclipse, but... Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> this the, is a bad plan.
0: There is a final letter from your sorority, like basically your direction and the people you've trained with. You trained with like four or five other sidereals about your age. It was a kind of a boom year for newly uh, of age sidereals. And are, they all have a pool going in for who's going to hold the game of divinities, uh, you know, at various times. And they want to know if you want to bet.
1: Hmm.
0: They have various stations. When Sun's gonna be in charge of this, where the mains are, who wins, that sort of thing. They got a betting pool going.
2: Oh God, it's fantasy football.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, out of character I have noticed. but you know what? I'm I'm one of the guys when it comes to the same character. So yes, I'm gonna place a bet, but I don't know nearly enough to actually make that bet an intelligent one. So I'll place the bet and we're gonna assume I lose
0: probably. Nobody knows enough to make these bets. You're betting on the Incarna. Those guys are crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Five of them are completely crazy, and one of them just... One of them acts really crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. That's basically all that's been in there since you've been gone for, like, a few months. Huh.
2: Well, that's nice. Um... I'm trying to think. Um... I guess, uh, if I have any salary waiting for pickup, I'll go reinvest that into my 401k, and, uh...
0: You do have a fair amount of salary that's built up uh not as much as you think because you haven't been given a job yet like uh there, there's a work board you're just not on it
2: that's o- that's okay we're gonna leave it that way for the moment because i am otherwise occupied and like i said i'll just put that in a couple of of prudent investments
0: gonna i'm just sure just gonna gamble it. it all in games of divinity aren't you
2: i said prudent investments I'm only gonna gamble with half.
0: If you have a million dollars, you should buy a million dollars in lotto tickets. You'll triple your investment.
2: I No you won't. I was gonna say, you gotta pick the right time in lotto to do that.
0: I'm just saying you you and your class might have gotten investment advice from Plantemon.
2: Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, you're making this sound so good. Now we're gonna do an eight we're gonna do an eighty twenty. Eighty in prudent investments and uh and twenty in gambles.
0: Perfect. Also, um, with your salary, they let you know that they're getting your uh, your chalet set up for you to live in. You're a fairly new recruit, like you're a fairly new, you know, active sidereal. So they've uh, with your salary comes housing, and they almost have your sidereal manse set up.
2: Wait, the sidereals get sidereal housing, but and and it's a manse, but it's not a essence generating manse, right?
0: Totally yes. It's a manse, which oh. means it's a first-age pleasure palace built for the chosen of fate in heaven.
3: And may have a hearthstone.
0: Where your salary goes.
3: How
2: about that? I um, mean,
0: it's not a fantastic first-age mansion, it only has one servant's library.
2: I'm. I'm perfectly okay with that because I didn't expect it to be ready for another three decades. Probably. I mean, I know how the bureaucracy works up here.
0: So yeah, if you want to go check that out, it's basically done. They just haven't uh, completely moved out the person who's moving out yet. They're moving on to better accommodations.
2: So it was uh, it was a more... It was a uh, longer-standing member of the... Uh, a senior member of the fellowship?
0: Oh, God. He's moving up.
2: Oh, it's God. Okay.
0: So he <laughs> traded his home.
2: Okay. Well, why not? I'll... I'll check it out
0: all right it's um it's a distance away from uh everything it's a little bit out in the suburbs as far as heaven is concerned because heaven is confusingly geographied because it's not linear yep (laughs) so if you were going to work every day in yushan it would actually be quite a commute but eh maiden of journeys there you go
3: (laughs) hearthstone
0: so uh yeah the chalet or the uh it looks like it is a um a wine house and it also has living quarters built into it it takes up maybe a block hmm.
3: god damn sidereal perks
2: <laughs> <laughs> so well it, you know it help. it also helps to compensate for the fact that we can't really have any long-term investments or accommodations on in creation that's true Seriously, I rented this place for a goddamn year and paid up front. How the hell are you saying you forgot me? This piece of paper says, oh, crap, the piece of paper forgot me, too.
0: So, yeah, uh, one of the master servants lets you in through the wine area because you're not allowed to use the master's entrance yet. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's like three kegs of uh, wine of various sorts that are just being you know, pickled here. Uh, the kegs themselves are about the size of a small shed. There's like three of them built into the walls. Um, there's various gods and minor servants and elementals performing their functions, making sure this place is good, bottling, distributing uh, uh, cork and whatnot. Uh, you're brought Not into service. i
2: come to creation ever. Uh, I'm sorry, go on.
0: You're brought into the servants' area. The servants' area is probably the size of, like, I don't know, three, four-story mansion on Earth. You know, there's maybe 20, 30 of them living in here. Uh, They have their own library, eight bathrooms, uh, a few entertainment areas, a harem that they get from the harem commission in Yushan. Uh, There's a uh, flame butterfly and a flame duck there that greet you, say hi, but they're not for you. This is is the servant harem. Uh, Then they move you into the master's quarters, which is almost half of the block itself. Huh. You know, accommodation for you and two hundred of your closest friends and family.
3: Good. Or maybe a god that owes us a favor that we're gonna rescue down in creation.
1: Well,
2: I was gonna say I'm I'm certain that we could put him up if I mean he...
0: you're a junior member of the five score fellowship, so this is this is really all you get.
2: I'm <laughs> I'm not uh I'm not frowning at, at the at this option. I mean, you know I'm I, I understand that I need to pay my dues before my accommodations become respectable.
0: So this place, the master's area, has been furnished quite ghoulishly. It's full of trophies, uh, large stuffed animals, and statues of behemoths and first age monsters, like primordial war monsters, and uh, oh, effigy, so. effigies of the solars striking down third circle demons. Uh, paint Who was
2: them- the prior
1: owner?
0: are painted across the floor and as the light goes across it you can actually see them being murdered over and over again by solar heroes uh there's a picture of luna being hunted by uh one of the original titans um eret the hunter and then there's another kind of continuing manuscript that shows the sun rising up behind him and striking him down with arrows and spears on his chariot except in this depiction he's not a man he's an actual physical sun in an actual physical chariot carried by horses. So like an actual spherical circular sun who has a bow and arrow. All
2: right. That's kind of awesome. Looking. Just
0: murdering the shit out of Eric the Hunter. Uh, there's like petrified, uh, petrified behemoth talons and organs and hearts that have been pierced by artifacts centuries ago and mummified. Some of them still beating slowly as the last of their heart's blood ekes out of them, you know, millennia later. Uh, oh, all of them's monocles here, shattered and broken, pieces of it collected together. Really? Yeah, it's like a big broken, shattered monocle uh, that's been, like, you know, uh, 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 tastefully such as it is, uh, arranged together to show it would look like completed, but with notes on the hubris, of, uh, the hubris of the children of the Titans, befallen by the might of the Solar Exalted.
2: So... Who Do I know who the previous owner of this house was? Because they clearly um, loved their history, and particularly the history of the Solar Exalted.
0: Uh, Toshiro, the surgeon of great beasts.
2: Oh. Oh, that's not nearly so insidious as I was worried.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> he was a god that was in charge of dealing with war beasts during the, first, during the primordial war and you know he kind of fell out of favor but he's been coming back into power uh, recently because of all the face stuff pouring in.
2: Oh wonderful. Well, I'm sure that if he is interested he will have these pieces moved and oh, he yes. Yeah, I mean th- these are these are lovely and there's no way he's leaving them behind. So oh, yeah, th- they're, that's they're, still
0: they're being boxed up and moved as you, as you're walking through here. Even the floor is being pulled up and replaced with generic uh, manse, uh stonework.
2: Yeah, it's only it's only fine marble.
0: Yeah. With that kind of blue blue gold cloud decor that makes it look like you're walking on top of uh heaven.
1: Oh well. Anyway, we'll figure
3: out what to how, do with this how, strange, how strangely over time how jaded the Siderals get to this stuff. That's <laughs>
0: just Yeah. Uh eventually uh one of your superiors, a god in one of the directional uh um, boards that you're on He's actually here overseeing this kind of trade-off. He's just part of one of the conventions. Probably one of the conventions of... One of the directional conventions. He looks like a person. Uh, He assumes human form. You know, he has the different widgets and stuff that would make him look just a bit strange. And, uh... Ah, Mirage, you're here.
2: Out of character, does he have a name?
0: Uh, sir would be what you'd call him.
2: Ah, Okay so we don't address gods by their Not by this name one. or title. Okay.
1: Sir?
0: Uh, I'm glad that you're here in time for the trade-off, actually. We're just packing this up and getting your manse uh, realigned. It's had some work done. It's currently producing a sort of almost solar essence, and we're re-geomantically aligning it to go back to its original heavenly configuration.
2: What configuration would that be? Uh,
0: heaven essence.
2: Uh, out of character I but sidereal in character I probably would Sidereal versus solar essence. Okay. It, it I was gonna say, out of character I didn't know that heaven that the normal aspect of heaven was sidereal aligned.
0: It's where you find the most of them, I think.
2: Okay, that would I
3: guess make sense. It, um, it's most solar Manses were actually on creation because where did solars operate most of the time? On creation. It was their it was their ball of whack,
2: yeah. Also, I
0: all the manses that were on the Blessed Isle in the first age would be the same number of manses in the rest of creation now. Mm-hmm. The Blessed Isle was really rich in manses; it was just lousy with them.
1: hmm
2: Meru itself was a gigantic one.
0: Yes, a lot of power there, a lot of
1: stuff mm-hmm. going on.
2: I figured it wasn't. I figured it was one manse that really had like so many different centers in it that each fundamentally counted as their own manse.
1: Uh, yes,
0: a big nightmare of essence. Anyway, um, uh, he pulls out of his uh, cloak pocket a egg-shaped crystal uh, that is currently waning from a kind of golden sun uh, light into a more uh, rainbow and deep-hued purple color, almost like an eclipse happening, and just tosses it over to you.
2: Well, I will catch it, um, and
0: he uh, leads um. you into the Mance's Hearthstone room, the the kind of central focus point that's being realigned. Uh, there are various gods and technicians here making sure the proper prayers and channeling's happening, and he just is just kind of gestures to the center of the room for you to meditate.
2: Um, I nod, and before I proceed, I say, well, I f- thank you, sir, very kindly for attending us so quickly.
0: No problem at all, uh, Chosen.
2: Um, I proceed to the... to the s- center of the room, and... Take it in.
0: After a few minutes, you feel the chakras within your own exaltation align more with the uh, perfect Mandala of Heaven's energy, and you awaken with a slightly more vivid shape to the world. And, uh, yeah, this manse is yours.
2: Well, out of character. Awesome. In character. Incredible.
0: <laughs> the, Hearthstone is, is, the Hearthstone has its own little powers that you have to unlock, uh, but it is tied to the manse, and the manse is on top of a level 1 sidereal domain.
2: And there's our key to opening up that door. Yeah, if you, I was...
0: if you went to heaven, that was just one of the easy solutions. Get your fucking apartment, uh, Hearthstone.
2: I was gonna say, um, number one, I'm not. I, I was, I wasn't certain that a sidereal Hearthstone would work, but it is it fully converted or is it still in the process? And that the the Hearthstone will reflect how far along it is in the transition.
0: Yeah, by the time you get back to creation, it should be fully done. Now that it's aligned with your uh, essence,
3: in theory, since both uh, Sol and I were there, it should work.
0: Also, uh, because this is tied to a level one domain, it means that the Hearthstone grants you one effort that you can draw out of the uh, Hearthstone for a day.
2: Ah, is that is that how all Hearthstones uh, work? In your, I, th- I want to say you wrote that in your I system. I did.
0: One sixteen domains come in ratings of one, yep. two, and three. So if you just had fifteen level three Hearthstones, you have forty five effort.
2: And I can use that effort as if it were my own effort with the caveat that it is always committed for a day at minimum, right?
0: Uh, I actually didn't write that in. It's actually better than Artifacts. Holy. We'll see how it works.
2: Okay. Might be a little OP, but...
0: We'll see. It also can never be subtle.
2: Ah, okay. That's an interesting trade-off. I I, I like that a lot. Well... Um, I'm curious if uh, it's
3: a celestial hearthstone, but what if it's a terrestrial one? Still non subtle?
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, hearthstones are hearthstones. Like the domains are domains. The, the the flavor of their essence doesn't really change anything except where the powers come from. And that's kind of been the design attempt with third edition, and it makes sense.
3: Alright. And I guess I guess it what I guess it makes sense that also that hearthstones are basically magic items. If you pull it out, it looks like you're using an artifact of some kind, even if it's just a rock.
0: Oh yeah, the essence you're drawing it from is is essence that's just in the world. It's not going to try and hide itself.
3: No, it may not. It may not highlight what type of exalted or if you're exalted at all. You may just be a god as far as people are concerned.
0: Oh no, funneling essence from a Hearthstone into your anima banner causes it to ignite. <laughs> that's why it's not subtle. Because your anima banner is you igniting your own uh, bonfire that's always invisible and make bring it into the real world.
1: Gotcha.
2: Okay. Good to know.
0: You know, uh, yeah, how you're
2: going to want me to note that extra, um, that extra overt effort? So should yeah. I just add one to the?
0: On your character sheet, just write down you have a you have a effort one Hearthstone serial. So okay. Throw it down under uh, the bottom.
2: Okay, I'll do that.
0: You know, it's just gear you have. Also, you can use this thing to power artifacts, in which case you lose your effort uh, commitment.
2: Now I carry none of those, so
0: yet all
2: well, right. i said right now i know that condition will probably change with time so i'll change my uh, effort score to represent the amount of overt and the amount of subtle
3: i forgot Our, except for
2: when i do my shape
3: changing into animal shapes and humanoid shapes the rest of my effort is always unsubtle correct
0: uh let me take a look while we're on the subject Um, yeah, you're a Lunar, so... Lunars, 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 where are you? Uh, no, you get subtle effort. So two of your effort is normal and one is subtle, if you want to commit some of your effort into being subtle, which I don't see why you wouldn't.
3: Yep, I'll do that. That new effort I picked up is now subtle.
2: I'll change that on my character sheet later.
0: I just (sighs) keep most
4: of my effort as just...
2: I I'm actually glad now that I can have three overt effort because it means I can fully ignite my anima banner if I want to.
0: Even if you didn't have three overt, you could still do it by committing the same effort back and forth to powers.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that, oh, that's how that works.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could still shotgun three for, you know, per day if you wanted, but you could also just be like, commit effort on turn and just ping it back and forth. And then your efforts, you know, ignited for the scene and won't ever go away until the scene ends. There's your trade-off. thought it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, that's, that's, an, that's, an, that, that's not how I, I... I didn't quite get how it worked, but th- that makes sense. Okay, that's cool.
0: All right, so yeah, it'll right. take you five days to get back to where the gang is. So, we'll, while you begin on your uh, sojourn with your little cask of uh, kibbles and bits for the god, <laughs> we will move back to White Wind and Sola.
2: Awesome. Oh, can I ask you one uh, rules question before sure. we continue? And this may be getting a bit ahead of myself. Um, journeying, page forty-three. Does uh, does Path of the Racing Dawn interact um, with know the with uh, Swift Progress the way I think it does?
0: Uh, okay. Commit effort. You and those with you can fly, or those ignore train, Move at one hundred miles per hour while journeying. You can cross your distance of the air through flight is not professor serving combat. Okay, swift progress, double the usual daily rate of travel and across any terrain. Yeah, I think that just works.
2: Okay, so it does. It's not going to require anyone else to pick up move over terrain instantly. Powers.
0: No, I think you should be good to go. I think that's exactly how that's intended. I think Kevin Crawford's even commented that's, on
2: it. I was going to say that's what I figured. Okay, I know the next power I'm buying.
0: The only thing I'd say is that. Nope, that even looks like an overland travel rate. Yep, they both refer to daily rates, so you're good. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Then you can pick up Exodus Road, and be a goddamn nightmare.
1: <laughs>
0: How many people are we taking with us? All of them. All, all of them.
2: I'm moving this city now. <laughs> Sidereals had that ability. They did. Yes, they did. That'd be I think I used that in one of my campaigns.
0: I think that'd be a combination oh, I, yes, of, I did. Uh, of greater gifts and a dominion expenditure just to be like, and it's moved.
3: Yeah, we, we've we done that in previous games where we had sidereals. We actually picked up entire cityscapes and drugged them around. It was uh, interesting.
1: Right?
3: <laughs> it caused problems, but that was the point.
0: In Ravenloft, uh, a lot of the times the landscapes there are up and move because every country's its own prison domain. And mm-hmm. it's funny because originally Barovia and Darkon were right next to each other and they were always at war. And they've had been at war for centuries. And then when 3rd edition or Grand Conjunction happened, Darkon and Barovia are on opposite sides of the planet... But both of their history books still talk about them being at war, which would be impossible because they're on opposite sides of the planet with foot soldiers. So everyone's Mm -hmm. like, this can't be right. This has to be just the wrongest dumbest history possible.
3: And then suddenly,
0: nope. (laughs) It's like, how could they have ever been at war? They're on opposite sides of the world.
4: Maybe they were fighting through gates. Actually, uh, the mist. They
3: literally walk out to the borders of the mist and wherever they intend to go, as long as it services the dark... Masters, uh, they're there.
0: Which means their soldiers would never get there because the Dark Masters constantly torture Aslan and Strahd. Yes. It's so good. I love Ravenloft. It's one of the oldest D&D games I've ever played in. Like, it was the first one I did out of high school, and it's lasted to this day, actually.
2: Oh, really? I was going to say, I've never actually played in a Ravenloft game.
0: Ravenloft is good when people running it understand the conventions of Byronic heroes and gothic horror and agency with characters hmm. I could do like a whole thing about that but anyway <laughs> so uh, yeah you're going to be coming back in five days so white wind and bright and sola what's up
3: well uh, when we finish the paperwork I sign it as the <clears throat> solterity of the eastern sky put it under our names and basically uh i listed as a resource of stocks in shanta and the
0: guild perfect i'll give you more granular descriptions of them later on but for the time now yeah there you go you got paid in money that's not physically in your hands
3: that's fine because we want resources because down the line we wouldn't be able to trade resources and favors for crap we want (laughs) perfect (laughs) um i guess now that we've stowed the item sola's gonna do her recon of the town um we did i mean yeah we got the commission we got the uh open bounties from the harbor master but i'm more curious to see if we can dig up any if Sola could dig up more information and while Sola's doing yeah. that
4: hmm? i will go ahead and commit my one effort to see everything in the town.
0: Well, the unconquered sunlight that lets X ray through stuff.
4: Yeah. Super X ray.
0: Um, alright, you start punching your eyes through everything uh in this outpost. Um what are what are you looking for?
4: Um well let's start with uh you know the area that is supposed to be guarding the stuff that we gave them
3: isn't this like ridiculously obvious when sola does this Mm,
0: no if you subtle,
3: it's that's right
0: yeah no it's not subtle at all (laughs) okay uh so the area guarding your stuff has a magical barrier which blocks it the first line in the power so you can't see through there but the rest of this place is just super easy to see through
4: if, it's uh, good that there's uh, a magical barrier. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see whether or not if you know if uh, you know a couple of Joe blows could come along and break in.
0: Couple of I get a, feeling,
3: get a feeling that's a no. Yeah. At least not easily. Not without starting a small you know protracted battle that we would notice. <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, the central vaults uh, in that redwood are defended sorcerously well
4: cool. i will uncommit the effort perfect um let's see here uh, i was hoping you would do some social yeah social we could do some social things let's go talk to some people these sort of i want to get the feeling of people who live here about how they feel about just their leadership in general?
0: Uh, people love the leadership. Only the strong are allowed to survive, and only people who prove themselves are counted as adults, um, even down to Atta beasts and, uh, you know, just normal Joes. It's a great culture.
3: Don't forget I specifically asked you to hunt for any other reports of strange attacks
4: or... Yeah, and then uh, after that, considering... Uh, This is a culture of, you know, the strongest people. I will look particularly for the strongest people to get these stories of any attacks because they would be the survivors.
0: All right, so people who've survived uh, sort of attacks? Yeah. All right. Uh, There is um, two women. They're, you know, hunters for uh, this outpost. Uh, probably in their mid to late thirties uh, kind of scarred up like, but it doesn't look like those are recent it looks like just from a life of being a hunter and working with animals uh, they actually own that or own, are friends with that panther uh, the atabeast looking one that's intelligent it has like jewelry and uh, barding almost on some of its body to protect its more vulnerable cat parts uh, they run one of the more important uh, tanneries here
4: okay that's good that's good um so any any like differences in their story about the attacks at all or anything
0: you want to go talk to them no. Hmm. yes all right uh it's late afternoon so they're winding down uh there are skins of great serpents and reptilian things um You see them tanning leathers and bringing out hides of bears and stuff. Uh, Yeah, the two of them are there. Um, They look similar. Uh, Maybe familial connection. Maybe sisters, or at the very least, uh, cousins. Uh, Laid-back clothing, maybe a light leather armor, uh, or that kind of steel leaf they have going on here, just in case of, I don't know, attacks, animal attacks. And yeah, they're currently working on a tannery wheel.
4: Well, um, I will approach them and I will just be like, Greetings, um...
0: Hello? You're the strangers?
4: Yeah, I come with the group who has been, uh, you know, hunting down the monsters in the general area.
0: The monster slayers. Oh, right. What, a, what, an, excellent, what an excellent little story that was. A glorious fight.
4: We were just trying... I'm just doing some, you know, information gathering on any other potential threats that might be still in the area.
0: Ah, then you've come to us for the story of our fight against the Triple Beast. Yes. My sister and I, we went out west, uh, a bit uh, further away from Shanta than we'd been in quite some time. We were hunting a uh, a northern bear quite valuable its skin is hard as ice its body covered in glacial growths. and we had been tracking it for three or four days it was wounded we came upon its hiding place and found it had been torn asunder only and she points to actually uh a part of the uh what do you call it part of the uh tanning rack where there's actually yeah some frozen over uh bear pelt that they're currently picking it's like we found it torn asunder only some of its body remained and there was a creature in the area it was hiding in the shadows in the caves nearby we didn't see much of it went to my sister first brought her down in a few blows I had drawn my weapon we began to uh, try and pull back get into a cave where we couldn't reach it was big bigger than a cat bigger than bigger than the bear uh Many sets of arms and legs. Once we got to the cave we were able to get a better look at it. It had multiple heads. all of them were screeching and making this this noise uh, like stone against stone. After a while okay. we pelted its heads with our arrows and our spears and it left.
4: Ah. Huh. Interesting, uh, and just about what area was that?
0: To the west of here, a few days.
4: A few days to the west.
0: We could mark the trail. It was for the bear we were hunting.
4: Yeah, sure. Sounds like it would be useful.
0: It uh, it had a a scream to it, that rock upon rock scream, and when it made it. One of its heads uh, breathed fire.
4: Well, that's certainly something to keep in mind.
0: Its hide was strong as stone. Uh, only, only the insides of its mouth were vulnerable. Its eyes.
4: Let's see, that's Not a lot of vulnerable parts it has,
1: then. Uh,
0: that's all we remember. I think it had wings. It, it could glide. Like a, like a bat or a sugar glider. It had uh, wings in between its legs.
4: Okay. It's really creepy. Um, well, thanks for the information. That certainly
0: helps. Oh, good hunt.
4: Yeah. Of course, I want to share information just kind of about the beast see what mocking white thing wind can get a mix what it might be a mix of
3: no um, it's a fire breathing beast it has poison and deadly claws so whatever it's Wings a mix,
4: between its legs
3: that's interesting um so we'll have to deal with a flying beast That's going to require some thinking. Um, Ranged attacks, probably. I can lure it closer with my bow. We may have to set up some sort of ambushes. I'll have to think about it. I'm going to be busy, uh, Stola, probably for the next couple days because contacting my elders takes time. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to warn you on this. Probably you're going to have a couple days in town to look around, do whatever you want. Uh, if you want to spend that time looking into our investments and uh, applying your solar magic to them, by all means. So yeah, keep in mind, Mockingway when out of character, doesn't exactly know completely how solars work. Just, you know, bright, shining, magic, holy stuff. I I, I get the ghost slaying capabilities. That that seems practical. The, the rest of the sol- rumors of what solars
2: could do is like,
3: yeah, make everything ridiculously wealthy and stuff like that so
2: that's his his standing mo right now <laughs> i to have heard something from his uh, from the others in the silver pack is it the silver pack no it's not the silver pack yes it's, it's silver Pact.
0: Pack. it'd be the war domain of his master or his pretty teacher. much teacher
3: yeah and i mean i don't completely like i said it's like if you want to look into our investments uh in the city maybe spend some time um uh, uh digging up information on this strange haunted location to the south to the south was it yep the strange haunted location to the south that actually proved that might actually be proved useful uh if it's what i think it is we might be able to set that up as our local base if we can uh clean clean it out if there's a if there's dragon lines nexusing in the area we may have a a uncapped demean that we can cap (laughs) convert into a base of operations oh yeah sure i
4: can look into that
3: so while you're doing that i'm gonna go dig up my master and talk about uh setting up a safe uh safe cache that doesn't rely on um us leaving stuff in the city where people would know where it's at not to mention reporting what we run across and basically establishing that my allies and I are beginning our research into it. Yeah. And that's pretty much what I'm going to do. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good. A couple days of wearing other faces, leaving um, basically calling cards and working my way through the slow and cryptic methods that Lunars use to talk to each other.
4: All right. And I guess I'm going to sort of learn a bit about this location to the south and just try to build a bond between the people.
3: I'll leave I'll leave uh, some of my notes lo- uh, translated into the local script for Sola to use so she can um, have uh, something to start with.
0: Alright, which one do you want to go first then? Go ahead and let Solo.
4: Alright, sure. Um, so, I think the first thing I want to investigate is probably just going to be the spooky area to the south.
0: Spooky area to the south, alright.
4: Yes. Uh, I'm going to investigate the south.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the forest of unrequited love?
4: Yeah. The forest of unrequited love.
0: Alright, uh, you're able to find a local who will be able to take you. Uh, young man in his early teens, maybe mid-teens, uh, he has a monkey with him that has those large intelligent eyes that are creepy on animals. Okay. Uh, yeah. His name is Arson.
1: Really?
4: I see.
0: Okay, so you want to go to the forest, right?
4: Yeah, I would like to go to the forest.
0: Is there like, like something wrong with, like, did something happen? Are you okay?
4: Ah, uh, I'm just kind of interested in the forest.
0: Okay, I mean, you know, there's like a there's like a dance happening at the pub if you want to go over there. Not the pub, the uh, the tea house.
2: There are no pubs. There are only tea houses. Oh, um,
4: yeah. I think I'm just after it. No, I I'm good.
0: Okay. Well. All right. Well, let's go. It's it's a sad forest. So I just I just wanted to make sure. I don't like taking sad people there. You know, it's not responsible.
4: I see.
0: All right. Well, what
4: happens in the forest?
0: You know, some people just hang out there and get really sad about stuff. It's where people go when their hearts are broken. I, I didn't want to pry, but I'm just saying you know there there's a poetry reading. you know they brought in some teas from a recent trade. A bunch of porters came in uh, the other morning with uh, exotic spices and teas we're gonna be trying I just it might just be more fun and interesting.
4: Uh I think I'm very much aware of what I would like to do. Oh.
0: Okay, sure, no problem. Hey, I'm not judging. Let's uh, let's go then. One moment. Uh, he uh, he gets his stuff together. You know, he has that kind of uh, leaf armor and like leather hide kind of gear, and he has a bow and arrows and a sharp chopping sword, machete. Yeah, him. And yep. his... Yeah, they uh, they take the lift down, you know, he starts leading you through the forest, uh, through some of the more raised treetops and platforms they have out here for observation. Uh, this place is full of life. You can hear birds and owls and squirrels and just foliage just, you know, moving in the breeze. Do you have like allergies? Are you allowed to have allergies? no. Okay, because this I don't this, place think so. is, this place is just full of fucking pollen everywhere. Those maple seeds that are like a helicopter when they fall, those are just flying in as the wind goes through here. I see. Yeah, the forest is alive with the sound of music, man.
4: Good to know.
0: Yeah, so the uh, the, the the lovers' forest, you know, came showed up before my time. Uh, apparently there was a couple, heartbroken, they went there, uh, they had to break apart because of a war was starting in the south, and their, like, tears and broken hearts seeded the place, so all the trees came up really stunted and horrible. It's uh, yeah, you know, just not the best for people. Really sad place. If you go there, you can hear them, like, still being sad about their breakup through the trees and the wind of the branches.
4: That's interesting to note. Is there is there a more particular reason why people avoid the location?
1: Uh, other,
0: th- other than it being depressing.
4: Yeah, other than it being depressing.
0: It's just it's really depressing.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah, sorry, I don't know that much more. I go there sometimes just to, like, poke at it because it's really interesting, but I don't like staying there. You know, you can hear, like, thunder in the distance, kind of a rumbling of sadness. And it rains there sometimes where it doesn't rain anywhere else.
3: If you go Ah. there and you're essence aware, you
4: start noticing things. Gotcha. Makes sense.
0: Alright, it's a couple hours of walking. He, you know, talks more about the weather. You know how good he is at climbing trees. His monkey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is Buddy.
4: All right. Well, going at- to just follow him and just.
0: He, he asks questions about you. Where did you come from? Why do you look so different? Uh, do you have family? Do you live nearby? Uh
4: I live more south of here.
0: That's crazy. So many people are from the south. Why uh why are you here?
4: Uh here to be uh with you know the people I'm travelling with, safety, protection, you know Numbers, sorts of thing.
0: Are you important? Are you a shaman? What's going on?
4: Uh priest? Not really. A shaman. Sort of lead my people in the... Did they're concerning the words.
0: Are, yeah! Are, are you like a prince?
4: No. Not at all. Just a priestess.
0: Oh, okay. We have those. Uh, so you have people that you lead? So does that mean you're in charge of them? Like your royalty? Like you're a royal priestess?
4: I, I guess it kind of works that way.
0: So you're like a king priest. Yeah, I guess. Cool. So where's your nation? Uh we
4: don't have a nation. We're a group of moving people.
0: You're nomads. Yeah. Oh. Uh where do you nomad around?
4: <laughs> um That's a hard question. Uh We've been to we've been in the west and we've been recently moving more towards the northwest as of late.
0: What do you mean by like in the west? Like there's a lot of wests.
4: Hmm. There is a lot of west. Cause like, uh,
0: we're we're in the east, so geographically speaking, everywhere's west.
4: I guess that's true. Um so a lot closer towards the, you know, more, a bit closer towards the realm stuff, you know. Oh, the in Isle? comparison.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like Nexus or Cjan.
4: Yeah, kind of close around there. It makes for good trade.
0: Oh wow, that's I've never been that far. I've never been outside of my, outside of Shanta.
4: That's interesting.
0: Oh, Why there's, not? There's a whole world in the trees and the forest.
4: I see. So you could get lost here.
0: You could spend your entire life here and never go through, like, yeah, like grains of sand on a beach. You know, there's not even a number for how much there is to see in a lifetime.
4: I suppose that's true.
0: You know, more than 10,000.
4: More than 10,000.
0: Yeah. Like, lifetimes worth of trees.
4: That's a lot of trees.
0: It's, they're everywhere. It's amazing. My uncle, he found a tree that was split right open like a, like a giant had put his axe down it, and he said he could hear a thunderstorm inside that had gotten trapped.
4: Is that so? It's crazy. Sounds crazy.
0: You got whole worlds in these trees.
4: Entire worlds in the trees.
0: Well, thunderstorm, you know, how much more could there be?
4: I guess that is true. Sola's going to begin to just die off and be quiet. Because oh. okay. conversation is uh, Not really her forte
0: on that. He's just going to keep talking. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you could just bring your village into the, you know, bring your nomads into the trees here. Set up a whole life. It's warm. It's temperate. There's food everywhere. You're up above predators. You know, we love foreigners as long as you're not from, you know, certain parts of the world. But we love, you know, nomads and stuff. All right. You should talk to the dock master about it. <clears throat> the Doc Master. Yeah, he'd be great. You just bring your nomads in, come on up, and you could just be part of Shelta. Shanta. Uh, Maybe. That's, that's uh. not a no. That's great. So, as you guys keep on talking about nothing, you start to hear rumbling in the distance.
4: Rumbling in the distance.
0: And he's like, see, there it is. Sadness clouds.
4: All right. I am going to do my best. And by my best, I am going to just sort of look at what they are.
0: You're going to activate your charm? Yeah. Wow. Um, maybe 10 minutes away is a clearing of stunted trees in geometric circles and triangular patterns that looks like they've been curated, like their branches and stuff have been cut like bonsai trees almost, to have be in pleasing spherical and pyramidal shapes. And it's giving off a faint kind of hum of essence, sort of like a, an almost pulsing uh, ebb and flow as if there's a dragon line under it.
4: Okay. So, there's the, there's the nearby dragon line but nothing else?
0: Uh, there's like a figure the in the clearing. Themselves. A figure? Yeah, spoke. 20 feet tall. You know, it, it reaches above the trees and it's, uh... Yeah, it looks like it's a, a shape you can see because oh, yeah, your essence I can see out to the horizon. So I, I can't even make it hide or cover up. Uh, it looks like a giant gray-skinned giant man with elephant fingers and like with an elephant face and head and trunk, uh, wearing uh, skins and robes sized for it. And it has like man hands that have big blocky elephant nails on it. Uh, it has three eyes in its socket, tusks coming out. It has giant, twisted old shears in its hand, and is carefully trimming this this, this forest.
4: Uh huh. That is really creepy. Um. All right, I'm going to take note of that, and I'm going to be like, all right, so we're at the forest. Oh, no. It's time to turn around. Well,
0: you don't want to see the forest.
4: Uh, I've I've, I've seen everything in the forest already.
0: You didn't see the best part. Come on.
4: Uh... Come on. Where's your sense of adventure? What direction does this guy start heading?
0: Towards the forest with the elephant man in it.
4: Okay. I will head slowly towards the forest.
0: All right. After about ten minutes, you get to the clearing where the trees are growing that are being carefully groomed. like All the branches are on the ground and stuff he's like see look at this fucking forest it's crazy we find these branches on the ground all the time we don't even know what does it the forest actually cries itself apart okay the Um, giant is in the middle of this clearing standing perfectly still his giant elephant trunk legs uh not moving and uh, this guy doesn't seem to see him the giant's just kind of standing still and sniffling and tears are coming kind of out of his eyes and water's coming out of his trunk and it always rains here.
4: I see. All right, I'm going to approach the elephant man.
0: It. Yeah, it's all I gray skies me. from here. You can't really see anything because of the cloud cover. <laughs> oh, we're getting a uh, background noise. Uh,
4: yeah, my bad. Alright, um, I'm going to talk to him. Uh, I do my best to try and communicate to him. Uh, I'll knock on his leg.
0: What are you doing? That's just an old tree trunk.
4: Um...
0: Are you trying to talk to the trees? Can you do that?
4: Uh, I might be able to.
0: My grandmother said she could talk to the trees. There's, like, old willow spirits, uh, if you go further enough west.
4: Yeah, this tree in particular is a uh, very important tree. It has a lot to say.
0: What does it have to say? You should ask if you should move your village into our city.
4: Yeah. Let let me get right on that.
0: He's like picking up branches that have been shorn off. It's the strangest damn thing.
4: Um... So is, is the elephant is just clearly ignoring our existence more or less?
0: Well, he's he's looking kind of down, kind of sniffling, tears coming out of his three giant dumb eyes, and uh, that's causing the rain to happen. Spoiler alert! And uh, he he's not responding to you knocking on his leg.
1: All
4: right, up! It's time to climb it.
1: Alright, the, uh, Arsum starts climbing
0: a nearby tree, and, you know, it's like, oh, okay, we're doing this now, cool. I'm going... Do you climb the giant? Yes. Alright, where do you climb?
4: What? I'm gonna keep climbing until it notices me.
0: I don't see where you've gone. I think you went above the tree clearing. It's really cloudy up here.
4: <laughs> Alright...
0: Alright, the elephant notices you. Like, it moves its hand to its, like, lower robe where you are and kind of just goes to pick you up.
4: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Alright, it grabs you. Okay. And he just kind of goes and puts you down on the ground away from him. Carefully and slowly.
4: Um. Ignored me.
0: No, he he saw you, made eye contact, picked you up, went okay, and just kinda went and put you on the ground.
4: Yeah. I wanted to ask it why it was so sad, but It's just super depressed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ugh. I when know you, what to do.
0: When you said I know what to do, I assumed you were gonna like smite it, be like, Pay for your ignorance
4: <laughs> No. No, no, but instead... Ah, oh, man. This is horrible. I am going to... ...climb it again to get its attention.
0: Alright, he picks you up. He's, he has you, like, as in one of his fingers. As soon as it
4: does that, I am going to snuff the heart's candle.
0: What, what are you gonna do? What are you doing to this poor giant?
4: Um, I'm going to quell his sadness.
0: That's kind of cool. All right, uh, <laughs> he is going to resist your terrifying solar magic because he's a worthy foe. Spoiler alert! I
4: wondered.
0: Um. Oh, let me just take a look. If that's enough. Do 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 do. Where the hell is that bookmark? Stupid bookmark. Oh, it was minimized. Like an asshole. Um... Oh, it's enough! Oh, no, wait. No, it isn't. Alright, you got him.
4: Probably not. It's no longer sad.
0: All right. Uh, it doesn't feel sad anymore. It kind of wipes its eyes and the whatever is dripping from his trunk, uh, and then puts you down on the ground. Kind of straightens his robes and gets back to clipping, which he wasn't doing before. What is it clipping? The trees. Um. <laughs> Arson is yelling, oh, you can hear the thunder now, right? See? Can't you hear it boom? Uh, yeah. Totally.
4: All right. Um, I'm going to just, oh, it's just clipping trees or is it like full clearing?
0: No, it's, it's curating this little forest. Like it's a bonsai tree.
4: I see, so it's just taking care of them.
0: Yeah. You're charismatic, and you know people. This thing's sad, and it was also shy. I'm not even going to make you roll for that.
4: Well, I'm going to, uh...
0: Use your foul sorcery to snuff its shyness?
4: No, 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 no. <laughs> I've already gotten rid of one emotion. That's, that's horrible enough as it is.
0: Is it? And you just saved this guy years of therapy.
4: That I did.
0: That I did.
4: He can enjoy his bonsai fork. Anyway, I want to make my way back. I'm going to uh, find what's-his-name.
0: All right, uh, once you get to the ground, he's, Arsene's over there in a tree with his monkey. and yeah. yeah, you can hear the large elephant and giant humming happily, trimming the forest
4: sweet okay well we've done one good deed today
0: oh uh, okay uh, it the rain probably, stopped.
4: yeah I' probably not going to do that very often here anymore
0: oh you're a powerful uh, king priest
4: well all I did was you know talk talk with the uh, talk with the gods let them know. Crazy. This was, this was a very sad place, and they made it brighter.
0: Wow, that's fantastic! That's amazing. See, that's great. You should do that to all the stuff around here.
4: It's only it worked that easily.
0: I'm sure it does. This was pretty easy. I mean, it's been like this for a decade, and you just kind of went in and fixed it. You climbed a tree, and it's done.
4: Anyway, um. Yeah, probably best to make our way back to the town.
0: Sure thing. Uh, so that's going to be you know, some hours going back. He's going to continue talking at you. Uh, I guess we'll move to White Wind.
3: Okay. Oh, that's going to be fun to hear the report on what happened.
0: <laughs> and once we wrap up with White Wind, that means that if time will pass that Mirage will be back and we'll be back in the game.
3: Okay. Um, whatever, what I'm doing will take time, basically.
0: All right. What about you? Uh, uh, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Um, Dustin was just asking if Kevin Crawford is going to be making a supplement with more words. Not only will a, will a newer one have, uh, I think, words in it, just minor ones, because he's making new ones on the form the whole time. Uh, he's also working on supplement that is nothing but words. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to put a number to it, but 50 to 100. And, like, each page will have a new word... I think, like, a martial arts style and a villain and an artifact about the word.
2: Good God.
0: I know, right? Oh, and then an entire essay on how to do proper balancing and design work, because Kevin Crawford can do no wrong.
2: I want this supplement. <laughs> uh, it
0: was, well, this, uh, is, this is the
2: one that comes after the setting book, right?
0: Yeah, this will be after Secrets of Arson.
2: Okay. just don't have the patience to comb this entire thread to find all of his... Uh, all that all that content
0: i think joe's head of the uh godbound red subreddit and they're pretty good at uh consolidating
3: yeah in fact we got a link where most of that stuff's been linked uh pe-
2: pe- tagged already exactly here I i'll man I'll, this I'll... link hmm? i man this link
0: that'll keep you occupied
2: there you go hold on let me go find it
0: how'd you like the sad forest guys
2: that really awesome to listen to. I love, I love the the, like the animistic and you know parts of the setting where he's like where the gods really have personality and it directly affects reality and that that was pretty awesome to listen to.
3: <laughs> More material will be added as we find it. Basically, I, I'm just slowly updating useful links and stuff for Godbound.
0: Yeah, Crawford is so prolific that it's actually a bit of work to consolidate all the stuff he writes for people.
3: I'm probably going to have to open up an, an open... Where did Crawford post something so I can link it here and just get people throwing information at us?
0: It's a good problem to have.
3: <laughs> yes. Um. So, I guess... I do the, uh, the secret handshake to get us connected... To my uh, mentor, or at least yeah, you talk. His...
0: You talk to a moth at the top of the t- of the tower, in you know the second Lord of the Rings movie, and the moth goes and gets you an eagle,
3: right? And I go through. I go through four or five proxies until I'm. If I'm not talking to my master, I'm talking to one of his trusted go betweens.
0: Uh, Rain Deathflyer, uh, the sort of griffin uh, man of Shanta and Halta, uh, is actually off on a sort of spiritual quest with Silver Python at the moment, actually.
3: Which is typical. I mean, yeah, I get that.
0: Uh, Apparently uh, something was revealed to the both of them when they were deep in revelry um, in the passing full moon that went through. So Mm -hmm. they've been off up to stuff. Uh, But you're getting into contact with one of your contemporaries, actually, uh, who just stays home in the war domain. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Ichi.
3: Okay, Ichi. He didn't take
0: Uh, a, a threshold name. That's fine. But yes, uh, Pelop's Ichi.
3: Okay. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, yeah. He's from the realm.
3: But he's still lunar and still operates in the area. Yep.
0: He looks like he's in his mid-twenties. Uh, has almost a, I don't know, I'm going to say boyish charm to him. The, the whole Sephiroth kind of look uh, that he mm-hmm. cultivates intentionally. Uh, his totem animal is a uh, spider Mm. a certain venomous spider that's found in the west Uh, it has like red and black uh, bands and has many legs hello Ichi ah white wind hello
3: I've stumbled across a problem that needs to be addressed and i'm working on it but i'm going to need some resources
0: a problem or a blessing
3: it's a problem until i can get a handle on it at that point whether or not it's a blessing or an opportunity depends on how much information i dig out of this one and i'm gonna have to go in claws deep
0: okay so what have you been digging around in
3: ran across someone modifying wildlife into weapons
0: interesting what have they been modifying them into
3: someone's taken a western large turtle and mounted a essence cannon on it with the necessary internal components to power said cannon rumor has it they've got a tri-beast operating in the area which sounds like someone's done some severe chimera work
0: it kind of gives you a look at using that term
3: yes i know but it's it's exactly what it sounds like either someone's actively using the wild or some first aid technology to hybridize creatures into war machines and and is using them to attack the supply lines in and out of chanta
0: that definitely hits close to home who would be so foolish
3: (sighs) i won't say the bull because the bull's nominally an ally Nominally,
0: And he isn't that stupid.
3: The realm might be dumb enough to try it as a delaying tactic to cut the supply lines or cause some sort of disruption before a secondary attack, but they're still licking their wounds, not to mention gearing up for what might be a civil war.
0: They've pulled out of the area, and I don't think they'd waste resources on something so frivolous.
3: And the guild obviously has no interest in this, and I don't think there's any major players coming out of Iceholm or Diamond Hearth that would really want to rock the boat right now with their current conditions going on with the Fae.
0: Are any of these things necrotic?
3: Doesn't look like it. Um, I've run across a handful of interesting materials. I haven't identified uh, brass of some type uh, integrating with older... Ceramic materials. It looks like someone's reverse-engineered. Halton designed artifacts, so they're obviously working with what they have on hand.
0: Halt is not exactly. Halta has several points in it that are of interest to historians. The flying city over the river.
3: The flying city is the least of our problems. The, co- the core element here is this looks like an impact bow looks like a more, I'll say post-shogunate design so whoever did this got their hands on some recent hardware I'm going to have to probably do some digging around, figure out who's got the money and the resources to buy and gobble up these kind of weapons while war they actually built it recently, which is even more terrifying
0: yes, has Halta misplaced one of their lightning ballista?
3: That would be a very good question. Mm,
1: interesting. I now have an ally point coming.
3: Point. I have a. I'm sorry. I have an ally coming back who might be able to help us dig that dig that up. We've run across a uh, refugee god, and what appears to be an old First Age s- weapon supply cache, and uh, we're going to raid it. But I need a I need a safe zone to store what we find until we have time to pick it apart, analyze it, and repurpose it for our goals.
0: Why not use the storage facility itself?
3: As much as I like to use the one here in Chanta, it's too public, if you will. Anything we dig out and bring in is going to be noticeable, especially artifact quality items. I want to bury this someplace deep because if there's a third party operating in the area trying to disrupt flows of resources, they're going to be looking for this kind of hardware because it's got very low trace value.
1: Hmm.
0: And... Hmm. It could be a Celestial. Maybe that's more, what I'm maybe, af- maybe an agent of heaven.
3: That's what I'm afraid of. However, that would imply that there has been a disruption within the flow of uh, heaven's action because i actually have an agent of heaven allied with me in this
0: oh is that so
3: i've stumbled across some friends of late and i i'll use the term friends because they haven't betrayed me and they're useful one is a neophyte solar she's taciturn is is that the
0: term we'll use i always preferred larval
3: well, she definitely has capability. I wouldn't cross her.
0: The word she's is tac- more of a warning, if you will.
3: Hmm. She's taciturn, but powerful. The other is a Chosen of Journeys, who is more interested in maintaining the supply lines. So if an agent of heaven is disrupting things, in Chanta, that means the right hand isn't talking to the left.
0: That's, that's the summation of our greatest advantage over them.
3: True, but I might as well use that against them if that's the case.
0: Mm, interesting. Why not? Where are you in Shanta?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're quite away. We're quite a ways away from any more consolidated upper bases. Anywhere was, you go in Shanta is going to be a populated area.
3: I was hearing rumors about a sad forest to the south. What do you mean? Some local domain that seems to generate jilted lover energy. I don't know. I I have a friend looking into it.
0: Hmm. might be a local legend. Let us know what you find out.
3: But all I'm looking for is a cache. If necessary, I can do the necessary Geomancy to stabilize a region. If you've got an untapped main, I might be able to use it.
0: I do have a project I've been working on. It's called the Spider's Nest.
3: Is it aspected?
0: In a way. It needs to be properly fumigated, if you would.
3: Ah. Well.
0: If you could go in and clear that out, I would be willing to give up rights to it.
3: How far away from uh, Shanta are we talking?
0: It is closer to the river off of uh, Ruvalac.
3: Hmm, pretty deep into Lilwan territory. I can work with that though.
0: It's farther away from Shanta, and that's really the point. It's mm-hmm. in sort of the no man's land.
3: And with what we're doing, we're operating in that distance between ruvalak and Shanta whoever's making these attacks are going after the river lines they're probably going to start going after the ground lines from the south too if they're following any sort of consistent pattern so i need to look into anything
0: is intentionally avoided by traders for various reasons that will become clear once you try and fumigate the area
3: and by fumigate we're talking multiple legs the name has no um pun to it
0: uh you'll see We'll call it a test and chalk it up to a great success if you're able to do it without incident.
3: Hmm. Look into it. Thanks for the opportunity. We'll use the local Shanta storage facilities for the short term, but I don't want it as our long-term base of operation. Too visible, as I said, and I want to have a certain amount of ambiguity as to where we're basing basing our operations out of. Thanks for the uh, intel. As I as always, will send quiet updates if master shows up and wants information, I'll put it in your hands, EG, for the time being. That'll work. But uh, word to warning, whoever's doing this has got some really good first stage tech on their hands. Keep an eye out if you run across any information about artifact transfers coming in out of the area, anything that seems out of hand, Uh, for the most part, the local Haltons keep to specific types of equipment. They're more interested in their beasts and well their boomerangs for lack of a better term. I don't really see too many of them running around with essence cannons or lightning ballista of this caliber. Um, Not that they don't have some but let's just say I get a feeling that whoever's doing this may be transferring extra goods in.
0: I I've been dealing with, actually, a a missing person's case in the last little while that I think would be right up your alley.
3: What do we have?
0: Well, if these dates correlate to the guild disruptions for the trade routes, Hmm. a a god in service to the guild in the area has gone missing recently. What type of god? A god of the guild, of um, Eastern trade, so to speak.
3: Are we talking a caravan god or an affiliated zone
0: god? Larger than a caravan, smaller than a direction. Mm. He uh, mm. he managed many of the river trade. He's been missing, and it lines up with these uh, caravan attacks. Are we talking
3: terrestrial god? One of the elementals, or full god with celestial rights?
0: Terrestrial, but moving up in the world. Mm. The guild is generous.
3: Mm. Won't be long... Or should say, wouldn't be long before he reached dragon state. <laughs> All right. Um, so the god went missing. The obviously the sanctum didn't disappear, so there's evidence that the god is still alive.
0: The sanctum itself is inaccessible. It seems to be going through fluctuations.
3: That's not good. That usually re- means a rebirth of god has happened. That that the missing person has died.
0: I don't quite know I don't really in so, insert in myself so much... with the spiritual but it might be a starting point
3: In so much that gods die
0: It might be a starting point
3: Okay um, Give me the details for the disappearance We're going to be backtracking a lot over the distance between Chanta and Ruby Lac a lot in the next months if not years tracking down whoever this operation is They seem to have established themselves a fairly decent operation, and I plan on doing much the same. We're going to be collecting bounties on their creations and using those resources to set up a a business, if you will. And uh, you can pass word around if there's anyone who's been having missing persons, uh, strange attacks, to send them. And I write out the... just the uh, name for the business I created under the guild roster mm-hmm. for the, uh, so- the solidarity of the eastern sky. Have them contact us through that through guild channels on this and that will be the official channel I'll be operating under. Perfect. For the time being. I really don't want to get in the, bu- the habit of uh, fostering a new tribe if you will, but I f- feel more confident in operating independently. Very well. Out of character, I'm playing Eastern Wilderness Batman, who's operating like heroes for hire.
0: Awesome. That's perfect.
2: <laughs> Out of character, I just want to say that people who say sidereals are dicks have not looked at lunars too closely, apparently.
0: I mean, remember that time you caused that one holocaust? Mm. To sidereals?
2: Uh, well, yeah, we've got one, and we haven't done it again in a few millennia, whereas the Lunars are doing it all the time. They just do it on the periphery, so no one notices.
0: Remember that one holocaust, that really big one where the they set up this, like, puppet state that, like, hunts down and murders people? And that state sent up actual- One time! One time! And that puppet state set up actual concentration camps, uh, numbering in, like, the hundreds, for actual people to be concentrated into, like an orange juice- just
3: saying. and lunars are basically um heart of darkness
0: marlon brando
3: yeah uh, that and setting up a million little puppet kingdoms to keep the realm busy
0: and to
2: which they cull and and cultivate discarding the elements they don't want until it fits their ideal right yes uh, the
0: war domain so that's
2: the War Domain what?
0: The War Domain concept's kind of amazing. You're going to get people being pushed out by the March of Progress and uh, uh, Dynasty from the Realm. So what Lunars do is they take those people who are dissatisfied and having their cultures destroyed, whip them up into guerrilla Viet Cong fighters, and then send them to die against the Realm. Which, yeah, there are always more mortals. Those trained, you know, killer barbarian guerrilla tactic people die. But at the same time, you extinguish realm soldiers, realm resources, realm dragon-blooded, realm magitech, tech if possible, and the realm slowly but surely loses access to resources that are exhaustible. Whereas,
2: not necessarily what <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm saying that there's still a bag of dicks for doing it that way.
0: But then on the sidereal side, remember that one time you set up a holocaust? <laughs> like that really big one.
4: <laughs> yeah it killed a bunch of people
2: oh
0: no,
4: and, i'm not and, saying i'm not saying that
2: that my team is angels here yeah and and not to mention uh
3: weakened the defenses of the realm which initiated a massive double apocalypse op- double apocalypse yeah
0: like two entire apocalypses
3: happened right on top of each other and the only reason why they both didn't not- succeed is they both sabotaged
2: each other halfway through their operation
0: like uh, Mr. Burns being. So the Runners sad.
2: did absolutely nothing to help the situation at all. No, they were dying by the.
3: Nope. No. <laughs> they were dying left and right, trying to keep as many of the goddamn small little islands of civilization
0: alive. I, I just want to refocus on. I just want to refocus on the concentration camps and how <laughs> one of them was so bad it became the largest Shadowland in the world forever. Oops. Just going to throw that out there. You
3: know. I, okay, in the lore <laughs> of the setting, yeah, Lunars did absolutely nothing as a problem, but I do like the revamp where basically the Lunars are quietly trying to keep the threshold viable.
1: <laughs> anyway. I, I,
2: have some, I, I have ideas for what I would do with them. My point I was just trying to make is that Lunars can be dicks too.
0: Oh, well, anyone can be dicks. Have you guys listened to our podcast?
2: No. Yeah.
3: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, just think of how my guy operates. Keep in mind, I'm playing, you know, the Batman as a lunar kind of mentality where he's he's helping the lesser man, but at the same time, he's Batman. You know, he he, he operates under that whole, I'm the asshole who has to do what has to be done kind of mentality, and that's his mantra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and does not make him
2: friends. Oh, man. <laughs> or at least doesn't make him normal friends. You guys just had your first <laughs> Real congenial.
0: You guys just met your first NPC exalt. That spider dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Look at that.
3: Yep, yep, yep. And we're probably going to meet more.
0: Okay, so you head back... That's my business. You head back. I'm going to say the five days go by, and Mirage gets back. Mm Mm-hmm. Mirage, on your trip back to uh, Shanta, uh, using your travel powers and the gifts of the Maiden of Journeys and your charms and whatnot... Uh, you hear a low, rumbling earthquake slash thunderstorm uh, nearby. Maybe you're three. Maybe you're about two days away from Shanta.
2: Two days away, and I hear a low thunderstorm.
0: Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. Uh, once you like, you're moving fast, and it just slowly picks up, picks up, but it's not that cloudy.
1: Huh.
2: Um. Okay, I. Is it is it in my path? Is it off to the side? Is
0: it'd be a detour. There's a quarry nearby where the the trees have been stripped out by a realm strip mining operation.
2: Hmm. How much of a detour? Probably not
0: hour or two, tops.
2: I was gonna say it's not twenty miles out of the way. So, um, okay. Why not take a look?
0: All right, you get to the lip of the quarry. Uh, This place has, again, been strip-mined, so it's just a horrific industrial gash in the uh, otherwise fertile and arboreal forest here. Uh, Stacks of quarry stone that have been cubed out, lay untouched and unharvested, whereas uh, sort of chum and chaff and uh, quarry slurry has been left to drive off into the river. Uh, This nearby river has been choked by it, by the way. It's dried up maybe 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, And yeah, that rumbling is actually making the stones nearby move.
2: So you said a thunderstorm. Do I see any, do I see clouds at this point?
0: No, you realize that the thunder is tied in with this low earthquake, and it's actually a rumble coming from inside the quarry.
2: Well, that can't be good. Well, let's take a look.
1: Moving I just in. have this
3: sorry, I just have this feeling that we're going to have to pick our kaiju so- moment coming up.
0: Uh, coming out of the quarry is a large, stocky beast. Uh, it moves slowly and it looks like it's in pain, I'm going to say. Uh, but imagine a bat. A big bat that isn't flying. It's just using those, you know, it has those little stubby arms that it kind of walks on and the wings are folded up at its side.
2: Okay. Um,
0: it's big. Uh, I was going to ask. Probably how th- big? 30 feet tall, and that's with it loping slow to the ground with its arms. Its body is probably bigger than a Yedim, maybe three times the size.
2: That's a Big fucking bat.
0: Its stone is covered in shale-like scales and uh, matted bits of uh, vinery and what looks like um, core samples, like like shoots of actual earth coming out of it, like hair fibers. Uh, it doesn't have a face because it's a bat. Uh, it doesn't seem to have eyes. I know bats have eyes, but the, this one guy doesn't. Um, and its head looks like it has a smooth. Uh, brass and bronze helmet welded onto it. Its ears are large and moving around like it's you know hearing for stuff. Uh, it the pommels of those little stick-like uh, wing arms it has are covered in spikes, and it is just kind of moving around the quarry, smashing its fingers and smashing its hands into the ground, and uh, every once in a while bellowing from its mouth, which are just full of teeth. So uh,
2: besides the bronze helmet, which is weird as hell to see on a creature like this, and in its own way, fits slightly in with what we saw a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, do I notice anything else that would give the mark of either alteration or technology or equipment for this thing?
0: Uh, Not off the bat it uh, it's basically just wandering around the quarry, smashing stuff up.
2: but the uh, quarry has long since been abandoned, so it doesn't seem like it's a it's pressing to um to save someone's life to act immediately against it here. yeah hmm. H- How far away am I from uh, from Chanta at this point?
0: Two days at you know your super speeds.
2: You could pick us up and we could be back here in short order. We definitely could. Um, and I was trying to think, is that a problem? But Lunars tend to be very good at tracking things. So, yeah, I think that is the appropriate plan.
4: Unless there are autonomous robots that have no like sense of smell.
2: Or anything. I'm pretty sure this thing is going to have a smell. Or at least a devastation trail. Uh, that That is also a possibility. <laughs> so I'm going to do basically a quick appraisal of the area, see if anything else about this thing jumps out at me. Look and see if there's anything that's obviously problematic that's exposed that it's going to destroy or could be a real problem if it gets into. But assuming that I don't see anything that is going to imminently endanger a bunch of people... I think to myself, okay, we will deal with this in a couple of days and make it a point to go find uh, the rest of the circle.
0: The quarry itself is deep enough that it looks like it can't climb over. Um, and it looks like the, the paths they took to move stone is narrow enough that it may, maybe it could clamber itself out. But it looks like it's just kind of moving around the quarry.
3: like a st- Like a storage pen.
0: Yeah, like a pen. And there's like a deeper cave it can go into.
2: So either it came out of that cave, in which case whoever's messing with these creatures is probably down there, or it was put here, in which case, if it was put here, it's a trap. Out of character, I think Leto Atreides had a statement about traps, but that didn't end well for him. (laughs) <laughs> back in character. Uh back in character, um yes, I am going to, after appraising the situation, um go get my circle mates.
0: Alright, after your little after the three of you had your separate little adventures, you meet back up in that Shanta forward trading post.
2: So
3: let me get this straight. There's a elephant like creature there?
2: Oh, are you talking to, uh... Sola. I'm Basically, like... you come walking in as I'm
4: talking to Sola. Is like...
0: Yeah, you guys are at the tea el- house. There's
4: an yes, there is a massive elephant. And the reason it's called... Whatever it is. I'm assuming that it probably had a spouse at some point. Or something of some nature of relation. And that was... His vlog's <laughs> been since lost. so yeah, it's it- going over this huge sadness right now. But it's altering
3: the very dynamic of the dragon lines in that area by altering the forest. It's basically making a demands by endlessly repeating this process of pruning the forest. Yeah. So it's a nominally, but I'm not sure if it's a high priority for us.
1: I mean, Probably
4: you... not the highest priority. Right now it is... Content with what it is. It's not hmm. sad.
3: Yeah, hopefully, that whatever you did keeps it at bay for the time being. Um, we probably should circle back around and check it out later. I do have a place we can set up as a base of operation. Oh, thank you. I
1: was Garage. gonna say.
2: Was gonna say. Um, it's been a while. It's been a little while. Uh, how have things been going? Who um, are you? Who are I you? Kidding. Hilarious. <laughs> did, did you say that in character? Absolutely. I would hope not. Definitely. Oh.
3: <laughs> I kind of glance over at her like she's just messing with his head. I,
2: <laughs> uh... you. I go, you too. and just pull up a chair.
3: <laughs>
2: so... As far as
3: I can tell there has been other events happening. Um, the force of unrequired love is going to looks like a short-term dead end but something we can circle back to. It's apparently some local gods stomping grounds. Um, we've got a potential base of operations but we're going to have to quote unquote clean it out. A location referred to as a spider nest. It's closer to Ruby Lake. Then Shanta, you can probably go check it out after we hit the cache. So what did you run across, Mirage? Did you get the, um, the required resources?
2: That I did. Um, more, than, uh, more than I expected to, actually. So we should be able to attend to all matters uh, back with the, um, with, the, with the lost and uh, rather hungry god. Um, what do you mean, more than? I go well. We may have a way into that um, to that cache, but I think that um, I think it would probably be prudent if we ensure that uh, if we ensured that the place that we could relocate the contents to was secured first, in case if once we open it, it's difficult to get it shut again.
3: From what I understand. Uh, we discovered that the local storage facility here works as a short-term site. It's held by Thaumaturges and a local automaton um, per-stage artifact entity who's powerful enough that I don't think any mortals or lesser spirits are going to want to deal with. He has full guild as well as Shanta uh, circle backing. So it, whatever we pull out, we can stick here for now until we set up our secondary base of operation
2: i smile and i say so you trust the people who are familiar with the storage facility and could potentially get entry uh we already have a berth, and the equipment we pulled off the turtle is stowed there right now and it
3: hasn't moved in the entire time we've been here at least i look over at solo it hasn't moved the
4: entire time i've been here correct (laughs) Well, I look back over in the direction and <laughs> commit the effort
0: you can't you can't see through the wards.
4: The wards have not moved
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good and bad sign. We'll go check it out before we leave. Um, there's also been this chimeric tribe beast that you speak of uh it's been operational for a couple of months, huh and we
4: are also getting paid in stocks
3: yes i've set up a
4: a front operation for
3: us that we can buy local stock and trade so whenever we need anything we can actually get realms we can actually get guild script and favors trade for whatever we need in the physical realm i'm not entirely sure how much in silver that's going to equate to but right now we own Stock in the guild.
2: I smile and I say, "I'm certain that I'm certain that, however much uh, the dividend is, it will be sufficient. We will find means to manage." I'm still nervous about bringing everything that's within that cash to this facility, though. There's a big difference in the appeal of one of one rather destroyed artifact weapon that could potentially be reconstituted and what we find in that cache which could well be completely operational that temptation might be too much for some individuals our highest priority is to get to that
3: cache and reseal it as much as possible the two of us interacting with the activated hearthstone and without a hearthstone we can't open it and then reseal it it appears to have some sort of linear locking mechanism I'd have to spend more time investigating it, but
2: we still have to solve our hearthstone problem. Say, well, let me ask you a question. Do you need anyone... Let's say that we wanted to use the storage facility here in case if we couldn't get it resealed. Do you think we would be able to move the contents of interest in there without anyone knowing that we did it?
1: Um i I haven't
3: seen it let's just put it this way i can't quite pull off um out of character stupid big lumbering pack beasts um Yet 'em. i can't quite pull off a yetum but let's just say i could do a fairly large sized travel horse and as long as whatever we dig out which that seemed to be a fairly moderate sized storage facility We probably could move it with some amount of quietness we just would have to ward it properly so it doesn't give off much in the way of aura i do know that if we can get it into the local facility its magical energies are well contained their wards here are impeccable from what i can tell
2: i think about it and i go well it's not ideal but it's certainly a suitable backup plan Mm -hmm. and if i can get to if I can get that cache's locking mechanism
3: to reset back to its original form, I don't it doesn't matter if someone has a hearthstone. They precisely. would need both they would need a lunar and a solar to fully offer, to fully open it. In a weird way, if we can get that god out of there and keep it quiet as to where it's located, um we could use that as a third base of operations.
2: I say I say, well, precisely. That's why I'm asking about this as a backup plan. Um at which point I will uh, produce a small hearthstone stone and um, and hold it out long enough for them to register what it is, and then put it away.
3: You weren't kidding about saying you got more resources than you than you were setting out to find. Whew.
2: I smile. Huh. I simply smiled at that and say uh, and say fate provides.
3: Well, I've set up a operations that if any more shall we say strange attacks or mysteries happen in the area the guild will contact us through the business office we've established i've also put in word with my local pack mates who are looking into the uh, issues of these weapons and where they may or may be coming from we probably do need to do some legwork and find out if any of the artifact weapons that halton uses in his defenses have disappeared but i think our local harbor master might be the first avenue of questioning we can hit that up on that since his since the defense of the supply lanes is one of his jobs um
2: hmm.
3: also the on. spider nest we have it is geomantically active if we can contain or clean out whatever's inside there Um, one of my contemporaries has said it's ours but of course we have to go through the effort of killing off quelling or solving whatever's inside any idea what is inside knowing him it's probably a goddamn bug nest It could not be i'm not sure he tends to have a really really bad sense of humor
2: i smile and i say well usually we're in the habit of dealing with things that are larger than us rather than smaller than us so this might be an interesting change of pace no no it probably would be small larger than us well
3: depending on how big i
1: get
2: um anyway in that case i have some uh I might as well bring this up right now. There is another monster, uh, apparently uh, having a romp around an old uh, an old strip mine that's been long since depleted.
3: Um, out of character, would I know this quarry's location? Yeah. in History at all? Yeah, I can tell him where.
0: I said yes. Yes, you would.
3: Okay. Um, what was it originally? Just local supply dig out that were they using it like an old quarry
0: yeah the realm was using it for a strip mining operation they were pulling materials out of it
3: okay two strikes one beast being stowed there two old realm facility which might explain where they're getting their equipment from okay let's talk to the harbor master real quick before we head out this other beast is it an immediate threat or can we hit the cache on the way
2: I think that we should make the, ca- the cache uh, an earlier priority. I, it may get out of there, but it will take it some time, and there's no one living in the immediate vicinity. Then let's warn the harbormaster
3: to keep people away from the immediate vicinity until we have a chance to move in on it. Pardon me? I'm suggesting we warn the harbor master that there's a critter there and keep people away from it.
0: Oh, yeah, no that one's we're going go- up near there. Yeah, but we're gonna
3: go investigate once what we've run across. But it's gonna take us a couple days of moving around, dealing with stuff.
0: All right. So you're going to the harbor master.
3: Mm-hmm. And and I warn Mirage that it's an, that it is a artifact person, so it's gonna be a bit unnerving.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. When I yeah. The three. I go tell away, him I'm not worried. Three of you head in force uh, or as a group together over to where the harbor master is. Uh, he is currently managing the construction uh, of a new longboat. Like he's taking orders and specifications in as workers are uh, putting together a new Porter river boat. But it looks like they're using a uh, different type of wood. It looks. It um, has sort of a, a, a red and blue veining going through its knots and through the grain.
3: Is it. Magically, is it essently active? Can we sense that?
0: It's not essently active. It's just strange.
3: Uh, Greetings, Arbor Master.
0: Oh, hello. You're the uh, troubleshooting team.
3: Mm. Speaking of which, we have some questions as well as a warning for you. All right. We've located a new beast, and I give him the quarry's location.
0: Uh, Keep your... Keep
3: anyone in the immediate vicinity away from there for the time being. We are going to deal with it, but it's going to take us a few days of preparations.
0: Alright, well, thank you for letting us know.
3: Uh, Secondly, have you had any hardware besides this... Oh, and uh, besides the god going missing, have you had any hardware that has uh had parts missing have you had any hardware that itself has been damaged and been sent for repair
0: I don't know what you mean um, everything's upkept by the shamans and theurges as far as the, the, the siege defenses go
3: right but who among the shamans and theurges handles the lightning bows the lightning ballista
0: it uh, depends on the reason, the region. Uh, there, there's a guild of them, maybe thirty of them altogether, that they they take care of this. I think one of them is terrestrial. Where is
3: and where do they keep the majority of the hardware? Is spread out over the uh, Halton region?
0: Yeah, spread out over the region. Where uh, whenever there's an attack or wherever there's pressure put on by outside forces.
3: Okay, let's. Do you have their base of operation where we can talk to them?
0: Yeah, the... Sh- uh, sorry, I forgot the name. The Shanta Capital.
3: Which were we'd have to go higher up into the trees A to deal with deeper this. Deeper
0: into the forest.
3: Yeah. Um, is any of the representatives local?
0: I'm afraid not. What's the closest
2: you- one besides the capital?
0: Uh, actually, the capital would be the closest one.
2: Uh, I ask, do you have any frequent contact with them?
0: Not really. They keep to their own and we uh, we keep to ours. We're not a main point of ingress.
3: Uh, they probably use airships for most of their hardware. Easier to transport and harder to be messed with. Especially if they're getting supplies and tools uh, from out of region. Um you know what we'll probably have to come back and deal with them later but that is a second line of questioning whoever is attacking the supply lines needs very specific reagents and hardware to get these tools these weapons operational the same sort of hardware that the shamans would deal with if anyone would know where they would get it locally and what su- what supply lines if have or have not been disrupted they would um, if you hear any of the... And I rattle off a handful of really like expensive magical reagents that that lightning ballistas would use. If you hear of any shipments of these coming through, can you give a password to me? Uh, especially if they've been harassed of late?
0: I can keep an eye on it, but I can't really divulge cargo manifests to people outside the organization.
3: I understand. But if you see any that ha- that match this manifest list keep a special eye on them, because I have a feeling that someone's pinching a little on the side to keep these uh, terrorist weapons operational.
0: I'll keep a special eye on it.
3: Mm. In the meantime, we've got a beast to deal with, and we've got uh, preparations that we have to take care of. Uh, We'll report back in. Uh, If uh, my companions' early observations are true, it looks like another modified beast. I would... Really love to know where they're doing this because uh, the magical circles and tools required are not easily portable. So, thank you, Harbor Master. You've been helpful as always.
0: All right. He just kind of looks at you guys until you leave. Yeah.
3: I mean, we don't well, have to tell him everything that's going on. We're just
2: so the question is where do we proceed to I say um, to send the uh, to send the lost god home and see what that cavern contains let's put that as a priority
3: I don't want to leave that open for anyone to unlock and use against us
2: agreed Sola
4: I am in favor of
3: this plan and then we can turn around and deal with that beast
0: all right, so Heck, uh, we I... might
3: get, we might get our hands on something that may make dealing with that a
0: little easier. So I just want to check on something. Time, how are we?
3: Um, I got about a half hour in me. Likewise.
0: That right. right. that's enough for uh, taking care of the cache, and then we can move on to the beast next session.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, he's using his charms on us as a group. We start
2: moving.
0: You'll be able to get there yep. much quicker than you had before.
2: Yeah, I'll um. I can commit for swift progress. That's easy enough.
1: All right. And
2: if anything comes out of this, hold on real quick. No,
3: we're good. I don't have to do it, uh, turn on anything right now.
0: All right. You arrive to that river uh, where the waterfall is. Or the the rapids, really. It's not much of a waterfall.
3: Uh, Sola, do you want to give it a quick look? Make sure no one's crept in or anything's changed since we've been here.
0: Sure, I will
4: put on the foresight.
0: All right, it looks like everything in here is safe, the same as it was before.
3: Good, good. It's one of many issues we have to deal with, but at least this one isn't escalated. Shall we? I I smile and say, "You worry too much." Worrying is what keeps me alive and will keep others alive. If I can hone that worrying, worrying to a razor's edge, I will slay my enemies with it.
1: Shall we? Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: All right. So, to describe this again, since we don't have the original description, uh, there is a river, and there are a series of rapids sloping up. And when you look at the uh, straight stone wall of that of those rapids, um, they kind of can be pulled aside and opened outward into a door, and leads into a corridor. The corridor is lined with first age hieroglyphs and iconography, uh, the 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 pictographs um, of an age gone by, and it's all done in marble and inlaid with silver. And as you go through with your cast marks lit for vision there are domed sconces built into the ceiling and the walls and the floor that catch the light and play out stories and uh shadow plays at the very end is a door with the full moon and the dawn sunburst symbol merged together and in the corner of the door in the wall is a body a a Desiccated and preserved skeleton of some old shogun hero in uh, ancestral armor with his die clave uh, next to him. A what was it? A green jade affair, if I recall. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: same with the armor. I'm still
3: and I'm still carrying the uh, forehead mounting piece, which by the way, in the interval of time, I've healed that wound on the forehead. I just
0: yeah, that's super easy.
3: Yeah, and uh, the earpiece, which is the uh, wild uh, damaging effect that uh, it protects against, the but mm-hmm. b- which is part of that whole set.
0: Yeah, and in the corner, right next to the body, is a long armed, stretched out thin man, a-, a starving body, gray pallid skin stretched over very obvious bones, contouring its entire form. Arms that are too long and have too many joints, fingers much the same, and up to the throat where the, the lower jaw would start there is nothing but a blunt and a bladed end, and above that is a sphere, and in that sphere are scrolls, and this figure is wearing tattered robes. I believe that was everything, right?
3: Yep. yep. I call out to him, greetings secret keeper, we have returned.
0: The uh the posturing of the body faces towards you.
2: Um I uh, advance towards it and present it the small cask. Or not it wouldn't be a cask, it would be a jug or a jar. But probably a jar. A Pythos. I don't even know what that word means. That's a new one for me. Um Pandora and, never mind.
3: Yeah, it's it's big old and I
0: Google it. It's a jug.
2: Yes, pretty much. Okay. Jug. I present the uh, I present the jug to the um, to the god.
0: Oh yeah, I meant it. It has extra arms and legs too, like a second set of all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it just gently and carefully and weakly reaches out and takes it from you and kind of hugs it.
3: Drink, restore your energy.
0: Yeah, just it's kind of just slowly moving its hands across the uh, the lid and unscrewing it, and it's
2: taking its time, okay.
0: dipping its frail and desiccated hand in and pulling up mouthfuls to the sphere, to the sphere.
3: Makes sense. That's the core of what it is. There, the scrolls or whatever it's keeping in its head is the scrolls that are its head. Is is its defining trait.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, time will go by. It's gonna, you know, take its time drinking this because it's so slow and lethargic. But over time, color starts to return to its flesh. Uh, it doesn't seem pulled so much, so tautly over its skeleton. Um, you can start to see it, it, like nails that had long since fallen off, are starting to regrow and regenerate themselves. Uh, that blunted part of its throat starts to breathe in and out more as if its lungs have cut return to capacity and it starts to take on a much more healthy hue
3: while it's doing that i kind of nudge um uh, mirage and point towards the hearthstone
0: uh, socket socket
2: let's give it a try while it's recovering i say weren't you concerned about secrecy and i say it very quietly
3: that's true it it was never actually here when this was opened so
2: good point so we wait <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what we shall do and uh mirage will uh will kneel into a meditative uh into a meditative pose and will simply allow time to pass until the god feels enough itself to either see its way out or alternatively to address us as it prefers
0: yeah after uh maybe an hour or two it finishes that entire gallon and uh starts to get up way less shaky and way less uh weighted by weakness and time there's almost a sort of aqu- aquamarine glow coming from the sphere.
3: Greeting, Secret Keeper. Are you feeling more yourself?
0: Words appear on the inside of the uh, sphere above the throat uh, stump. Uh, that basically, it's basically talking through pictographs and words. Okay. Uh, thank you, Lawgiver, and Steward, and Chosen.
2: You are very welcome, and thank you for your service here. How
3: we estimate that you have been here since the height of the Shogunate. Is this accurate?
0: Yes. I came here to find my friend.
3: We're sorry for your friend's death. Were they attempting to open the cache?
0: Yes, I was inside when it went down.
3: We would like to move your friend's body to a local city and state and preserve it there until such time as we can find proper descendants and burial rights. Is this acceptable?
0: I think he should be brought inside. Why? Because that's where he wanted to go.
3: Do you know what is inside?
0: Yes. We
3: haven't ourselves accessed this cache in some time. And yes, I know it's normally cache, depending on where you're from and how you say it. It's,
0: Out of character. It's the same thing. I always word. say cache. It's the same yeah. thing with the word cast, which is sometimes cast or sometimes casty. Yeah.
3: Are you? Do you know what is within the cache?
0: This is a this is a temple.
3: Were you related to it during the first age?
0: No, I found this.
2: I smile and I say, temples have many purposes that they may be devoted towards, beyond just worship.
3: The deliberative marked this place for security. It was Your tip- friend...
0: It was a temple of the lawgivers.
3: Yes. And your friend... Your friend's body can be resting in state within, however, your presence will be... You will be required to wait outside while we access it. Uh, Is that acceptable?
0: I... I I was inside it before.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I misinterpreted what... Sorry. Out of character. Oops. Joe misheard what you were saying. Um, I see. So, you were in charge... Were you in charge of this facility or maintaining it?
0: No, I found it.
3: You actually accessed it.
0: Yes, it was open.
2: Do you then... hmm, I say, you accessed it and you were within and then you came out. Does that mean you know how to seal it?
0: It closed behind me. Both times.
2: At that, my character goes from a slight smile to a grin. (laughs) So every time you've left it,
3: it closed behind you?
0: It closed behind me when I went in. It closed behind me when I went out.
3: And do you know how to open it?
0: He kind of just gestures at the hearthstone socket.
3: Right, but do you know how to access the hearthstone socket? Did you have someone with you who could
0: it was open when I got here.
2: Interesting. Uh, so it was open when you arrived and you entered and it closed. Yes. And then you left when your friend came was here and it closed behind you and you have remained with him in this chamber since. Y- yes. Was your friend ever inside?
0: No, he tried, but we couldn't get the door open. What
3: was inside
0: A when you were there? To the lawgivers.
3: Was there any sort of temple goods within?
0: I suppose there are rooms, but we wanted it for the temple.
2: I say, Um Sola, Mocking White Wind, I see no reason that he, that he should necessarily be barred nor that his friend cannot see the inside though his uh, though his spirit may not see, still be with him very
3: well i have no objections I so, want however to
4: try to follow the threads mm-hmm. okay. because suddenly being inside has become pretty important to him when before it was just his friend
2: well we just met him
3: we don't actually th- this is new data this, for us
2: Yeah, this is the first time he probably has his, has enough psyche available to process things um, and you have
3: no idea how or why it was opened previously when you first went inside
0: it was open I had found it
3: ah uh, it's automatic defenses activated when he went inside
0: why was it open it shouldn't have been open. The lawgivers must have left it open when they left. Praise be to their I, wisdom.
2: I concur. and I turn and uh, and I say, Sola,, uh, do you have any problem with this? after all, it is a temple to the lawgivers, and thus the decision of whether or not they may re-enter should rightfully be yours.
4: Uh, as a lawgiver. I don't have a problem with it.
2: I, at that point, I will stand, produce the hearthstone, and see that the door opens. If it doesn't, well, that'll be disappointing, but... (laughs) Well, if it doesn't, that's why I'm here, and I'll have to try and figure it out.
0: (laughs) When you socket the hearthstone into its inset, uh, that kind of starry purple light pulses through... uh, like, like, sort of like uh, blood vessels, like that kind of pulsing light, that Tron lighting through the iconography of the sun and the moon. Um, and the door itself tessellates open into triangles, like it basically breaks open into triangles that fold themselves up in every corner and open.
2: Badass. Um, That's, of course, out of character. Um, yeah. I sit there and look at it and go, ah, I see. The
3: essence acts as a wedge to open up the device
0: uh what's left in the middle of the door is the hearthstone and it's still socked into a round uh cylinder that has a stem going down to the floor
2: so i am can, pull- impl- can i imply from this that we should cross the threshold and then remove the heart and then remove the hearthstone
0: yeah you can pull it from the other side
2: that's what i figured okay that's a nice design. Alright, let's step in.
0: The uh, uh, the god gingerly with his many arms picks up the body of the terrestrial uh, including the diaclave with one of his off-hands and just kind that's... of cradles it uh, <laughs> next to him as he walks in.
3: I'm sorry about the state of your friend and it has taken so long for us to address the issue.
0: Oh, Let us
3: find god. a proper place for... Uh...
0: It's nobody's fault, really. Well... True. However, we we follow him in. The other side of the threshold is a uh, sort of lobby area, and the floor itself gives way after a while into a a spiral staircase heading down.
3: We follow it down.
0: All right. It's maybe a five-minute walk descending.
2: Uh, Across the threshold, I am going to pull the hearthstone.
0: Alright, uh, once you pull it, nothing happens with the door.
2: Oh, it doesn't close itself back up?
0: Nope.
2: Interesting. Hmm. I turn around and look at the socketing mechanism.
3: Um, can I infer uh, any touchstones or locations within it that might trigger the door to close?
0: Um. It looks like there might be, but it, I... they, don't, they don't seem that obvious. Oh,
3: I will... Oh, 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 oh. Can uh, Sol and I reach out and touch the door simultaneously and uh, touch the socket piece to try and trigger the locking mechanism? Sure. Uh, Is there any roll required, or we just do it?
0: No, if you guys want to do it, you do it. The door seals itself back up.
2: Praise be the wisdom of the lawgivers. I see. It makes
3: sense. Lawgiver and associated
2: steward it's a, it, it's a very secure facility if you know how to operate the place. <laughs> Character, I just had a really horrific um, suspicion. I don't know if it's true, but if the door was open, that means two of them came in. But it meant that they weren't resealing it behind them. One of them didn't come out. At least, yes, at least one of them didn't come out. Which might explain... Uh,
3: there's a whole bunch of scenarios. Out. Let's walk down and find out what happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after you go down multiple, uh, probably a story or two worth of steps. Yeah. Uh, you are what in... Do you, mean? you are, like... oh. you are in a... Uh, sorry, it sounded like there was a bit of background interference. Um, these steps give way to a temple. It's rectangular, like you're at the back room, and as it goes further and further down, it's... Uh, just a straight shot rectangle that ends in a half circle uh design. Uh this place is lined with first age iconography and those same pictograms. Mm-hmm. Um but the walls themselves are covered in waterfalls. Like the walls are covered in water that just flow down endlessly and collect into pools that have rectangular uh collecting areas that drain to the circular uh end of this temple and Mm -hmm. flow down. There's actually Koi still living in here.
3: It's connected to the waterfall, isn't it?
0: Maybe. Um, The back of the temple has a altar. The altar is styled in solar iconography, and there are lunar fetishes everywhere on the ceiling and on the floor. Uh, A starscape is at the back of the area by the stairs, and this place goes off into two different rooms. Like a T intersection. Let's right or left. The left. Uh, uh, the god stops you guys when you get off the steps and points to a symbol of the uh, of the the absence of the moon, the no moon, and uh, says, "Don't step on that. It shuts the door."
3: We'll see us how we shut the door. Um, already. Thanks for the warning. <laughs>
0: That's what happened when I came here.
3: How did you get it back open?
0: Oh, a thing happened.
3: Define the thing.
0: Um, well, there was a lot of uh, problems in the temple. It was the temple was very angry, and then uh, there there were shuddering and explosions and shaking. The sky shook. Uh, and then a woman appeared over the altar uh, she was a she was a chosen of Gaia and she said that the world was under her purview and then the temple shuttered the lights went out came back on the door was open
2: <laughs> the O face the oh
0: my god it's just
2: yeah like... I believe that my character would would share that expression
0: and that, I, And then I explain. went outside, and my friend was there, and he had passed. He was very sick, and I just sort of stayed with him, and the door shut behind me.
3: Um, I sit there and just feel around for essence. Is this place, like, primed?
0: Uh, this place is full of essence. It might not be a manse, but it definitely is part of something. It has ley lines going through it.
3: Yeah, we're probably sitting on one of the nexus points of the defense grid.
0: Um, if any of you know about those realm warmances, this isn't one of them.
3: No, but it's probably connected to them.
0: In the way all mances are.
3: Yeah, right. But okay. Ooh, that's that's a thing. He uh, okay. I he I t- agree. Let's. <laughs> Sorry.
0: He, uh, he takes the body and heads to the left where there seems to be a sort of uh, staircase that heads down and there is a uh, large, large reflecting pool that runs hot and there are other rooms that branch off that look like little quarters.
3: Let's look around them very quietly.
0: He heads into one and uh, opens up a part of the wall with his hands to reveal a very soft kind of almost like a like a kind of blanket fort, bed fort, bed area. Like, you'd kind of just uh-huh. open up the wall and it's super cozy looking. And he just puts the body down there. Beforehand, he cracks open the armor and takes him out of it.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, the armor's already cracked open from when we touched it.
0: Well, it opens and closes, so he just reopens it and he pulls all the clothes and stuff off of the body and wraps it in the linens and just puts the wall back up. Gently stroking the forehead before he does so.
2: Well, brave warrior.
3: It. I'm. I'm assuming that this was not a originally a crypt.
0: No, Just, this is a temple of the lawgivers.
3: It, out of character, it, looking at it, besides being a temple, I, I, I'm assuming that this <sighs> is this
2: a mausoleum room. Yeah, you know- is this a mausoleum?
0: No, this is like a crew quarters. Like it has a really nice, comfy bed in the wall that you would just close the wall, and it'd be like you being in a nice, you know, womb made of blankets.
3: Yeah, but it's just made a really nice impromptu mausoleum, and let's not question it right now, hmm? right? First, <laughs> first age architecture, man. Let's not. Let's not. Okay, that room. Yeah, we'll, we'll stow your friend's artifacts within that room, and I'll put oh, the earring. He-
0: he pulls them out and just gives them to you oh they're things
3: that's true and well his friend has been late to rest and i kind of look at everyone else and just kind of oh boy <laughs> um well a god just offered us things i'm i have no issues with claiming them and using them if
2: needed so I we'll mean, figure that out
0: i mean they're yours by right you are lawgivers
2: well, I turn and I say, one of us is a lawgiver.
0: It, it makes it plural.
2: We're all agents
3: of the deliberative essay, kind of very distinctly calling out the the old title of the gr- the, the group used to be called.
0: All we need is Anthony's screaming creation ruling mandate, and we're on, on our set.
3: Fuck! <laughs> but I'm... We're, you know we're doing this tongue-in-cheek to this god trying not to piss it off. It's like we're all you members might of be the... doing it tongue-in-cheek. But you understand when I call out the whole deliberative, and I say it kind of in that whole-
0: You're very deliberative how you say it. Yeah, deliberative
3: to say deliberative.
0: I'm um, not blowing
3: your cover. Okay, shall we- Well, <laughs> do you have a formal title, old Secret Keeper?
0: Um... It might take a while. I've been asleep for a while.
3: Alright. Do you mind if we continue to call you the Secret Keeper for the time being?
0: Whatever your desire, Lawgiver.
3: Very well. Can you relax here for the time being while we continue to investigate the facility? It hasn't been used in a great deal of time and we need to catalog what's here.
0: Well, I was here for a while so I could show you.
3: Please we'd appreciate it.
0: Alright, so the one bedroom is one of like 20 around this resting pool area, which is kind of like a relaxation swimming pool bathing area that's like a sauna. Yep. And that's this one end. It's it's just for people to go like, some of the plants give fruit and stuff still, and there's koi in the uh, main area you can hunt. Uh-huh. He's like, there's that, and then he brings to the other side of the temple, and in it is a single apartment that's locked. I couldn't ever get in there.
3: Interesting. And there was nothing inside those other rooms
2: besides uh, the beds. Not really, no. No are, personal artifacts. Are we or getting a tour effectively or is effectively. he describing the layout?
0: He's giving you a tour, but the tour is brief because there's like only a, there's rooms here near the reflecting pond, like the bathing area, and then the other side of the temple, you know, leads to like a personal apartment and he couldn't ever enter.
2: Okay, my question is when we see the personal apartment um, is there any distinctive markings on the door that might indicate, hey, by the way, this is where the solar, you know, Yeah, might it has have that resided.
0: solar lunar symbol on it.
2: Oh, it has the same symbol.
0: It took me decades to find this place.
3: Um, Sola, would you? And I kind
2: of walk up to the lunar side of the door. You and ready? As <laughs> and as they're doing that, I'm going to ask, ask the uh, god, what set you on your search for it?
0: Oh, my friend and I were looking for a thing to help his empire.
1: Huh.
3: That might shorten our search for who uh, the armor used to belong to. What was your friend's title?
0: Um, it'll take me a while. It was less than Daimyo, but more than Soldier. Ah, There's there's a lot in between
3: yes at least, at least at least the state lord uh i basically we're, we found what appears to be like the main quarters uh and i'm kind of indicating since there's another door similar to the entrance way door where it's got a solar lunar symbol that you and i access it
0: i guess that area would be great but the the, the altar was the real prize
4: obviously uh-huh okay well touch the door Click. Does it uh, respond to our essence?
0: Yes, the door disappears in hard light, like it just sort of uh, fades away, like the sun was setting.
3: You ever get a feeling that they just left the doors open over an extended period of time as I <laughs> walk in? <laughs> uh, there's got to be an easier way to open and closing these doors. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to research this place.
0: Uh, this apartment side of things has enough space... is the kind of symmetrically made. So instead of it being, you know, a bathing-slash-reflecting pond with, like, 15-ish apartments around it, it's the size of a reflecting pond of 15-ish apartments into one for two people.
3: One's a lunar and one's a solar, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, it's like a couple's area, but it's enormous. Whoa. There are lounging areas, areas to sort of just... Uh, Lounge more in parts of the temple itself seem to produce fruit and food and honey. Uh, you can even see that there's a there's a <coughs> there's a crystal cabinet that is full of bees still working away producing honeycombs. First stage, man. <laughs> uh, wow. There are there's a personal room where the the solar and lunar lords uh, lived in. And the bed itself is more of an animal than it is an actual bed.
3: Uh, We'll talk to that thing later. The bed
0: bed looks like a Yetim, but like a miniature Yetim, like a pug Yetim. And its back is caved in a little and looks like it's soft and lumpy and covered in thick, woolly fur. Is it
3: alive still?
0: Yeah, it's looking right at you with its big, dumb animal eyes.
3: Reach over and gently pat its head.
0: Its mouth opens up, and several tongues come out and start licking your hand. They're abrasive; ah. they clean your hand. Yuck!
1: Okay.
2: First stage. <laughs> God's sake! You're a lunar.
3: Oh no, no! It's that's not the problem. It's like, ah, uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> um. Look around the cabinets inside here. Try and find if there's any armor or any equipment. Basically, we're going to take stock. We'll take our time.
2: I' are probably at this point going to make a comment about how the uh, about how the lawgivers and the stewards of the first stage certainly understood luxury.
0: No kidding.
2: Making no comment about my own apartments.
0: Uh, and yes, there seems to be an arena of sorts in here to fit maybe four or five people for training purposes. The walls themselves mm-hmm. are heavily reinforced with basalt and marble and uh, igneous rock, uh, made and designed to make it look like kind of like a volcano with that steamed water uh, pouring on through in here. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But, first stage. <laughs> uh, in the middle of the room uh, there is a casket. Um, it's probably a man in a man's height and width and three men in height it's made of solid stone with or inlays
3: get a feeling this is our answer as to why the door was left open is there any naming on the casket
0: uh a old realms uh, a first age symbol or an old realm symbol god speech
1: okay
2: i That's... i was gonna say i probably know it because that the speech of the gods hasn't changed much in you sean
0: and if you don't i mean there's a god over there
2: That's right true. so can i read it
0: uh yeah it um it's uh archaic dialect like it seems to be the one that um the deliberative used and personalized uh, a lot of times lunar and solar lords would make their own language for their domains rising you know that would center things like god and worship and power around plays on their names and titles as a basis for the language mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yes they certainly understood luxury go on <laughs>
0: Uh, so the the mons that's been kind of uh, emblazoned on this casket simply says uh, more than uh, ten thousand.
2: That's an interesting name. I will relay that. Um, and
3: um, curious what's inside the casket, but I'm also leery as to opening it because of traps.
2: Yeah, and and if he reaches to open it i will inquire what he's doing anyway so
3: i am not going to open this thing up i'm just going to very
2: carefully examine it and walk around just kind of like okay <sighs> that's
4: a dead person
2: yep laid to rest are you looking through the casket
0: i'm Out not opening character? it up i'm oh, not it's, opening it's a it up
2: Oh no, 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 no what I was saying was out of character if sola is using that that gift again
4: uh, I'd
2: never
0: turned it off what's in the casket it's sorcerously enchanted uh it's, there are there are wards on this thing yeah
4: whoever put this body in here didn't want this body coming out of here no kidding
3: um is there anything else besides the casket nope no items, no artifacts, no nothing laying around.
0: There's the casket.
2: We still haven't seen the altar and <sighs> other, room, other rooms of that type, right?
0: Uh, no, the Wait. altar's the last thing you haven't checked.
2: Okay. All right. And the god did say this was what we must see. Let's go back and check the altar, but I got a feeling I'm going to know what's. Uh, yeah, let's go check the altar. Yeah, don't worry. The altar is actually going to be like a nuclear missile or something.
0: I know, what, right? Like Planet of the Apes style. Why not? Alright, uh, you head into the circular part of the room, the, the kind of half circle. Uh, and yeah, the god's there, and it's just hanging around the temple.
3: Let's look around the altar itself.
0: Uh, the altar is a majestic thing. It's three men tall, eight men wide. Uh, And it seems to be made of still molten metal as gold pours over it like a waterfall with the symbols of the sun and the moon emblazoned on it in different parts that wax and wane with the actual astrological signs outside.
3: (sighs) Okay. Um, It looks like it
0: it could hold probably four or five adult people on it. Like on its surface. Like an actual altar. Oh.
2: God, out of character, I'm getting a "Princes of the Universe" moment here. Right. Um. Hmm.
3: I personal knowledge. Would these altars have any way of opening them up?
0: I mean, not know.
3: Right. Um. I will look upon the the lunar symbology. Look for the patterning in it.
0: Do you touch it? And yes. If you touch any of the lunar symbols, the molten gold changes to molten silver. Uh, almost like in a gradient way. The lighting, okay. the lighting in the room and all the gold uh, effigies in the area take on a silver motif.
4: I touch the silver.
0: Oh, it burns like hell. Don't do that.
3: It doesn't burn me, does it?
0: No, but uh, you take damage if you touch it. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm
3: not going to do that. I, it's molten metal. Don't touch that <laughs> oh, no, no, no. If,
0: if, if the lunar touches it when it's molten silver you're fine broads like water uh, anyone else yeah. don't do that
2: um it was able to touch it enough to convert it which means that there's a symbol somewhere that Sola could try and do the same trick
0: oh yeah there's the, the symbols didn't move they the metal and the coloring of the room and the entire aspect has changed there's sun symbols on this you could tap Sola? I tapped
4: the sun symbol
0: all right changes back to molten gold the entire temple changes color um Sola like the leaves turning in autumn
3: Uh, I got a feeling that it's just like the doors ready okay we both touch it boom
0: alright the metal solidifies into uh, hardened iron and copper and the entire temple uh, loses all light and color and goes dark
3: great well I mean our cast marks are on yeah Interesting. We uh, found of the
0: off
2: switch. Out of character. You short-circuited it. God damn it. No, not necessarily. Okay, it's solidified. What did it solidify into?
0: A molten waterfall of metal.
3: And is there any uh, openings or differences or shapes that stand out in the molten shape?
0: Afraid not.
3: <sighs> okay, uh... I will touch the lunar symbol separately.
0: Goes back to molten silver, the place lights up with that silver hue of moonlight. Hmm.
3: I reach into the molten uh, silver.
0: There is an opening inside.
3: I'll reach down and see if there's a handle or some sort of thing inside it.
0: There is a large tube.
3: I will pull said tube.
0: It is an enormous map scroll. It fits the surface of the altar perfectly, if you were to unroll it. I will do so. It is a recreation of the surrounding area up to, I think, about 20 miles.
3: Uh, take note of what's on it.
0: It's current to right now, including the river going over the, ma- the temple you're under.
3: Anything else noted on it? or uh, just
0: First age, notations everywhere trees weather patterns gods in the area um people nearby
2: no antic silver x though no
3: i don't think so i was just checking i will carefully roll it back up and slide it back in
0: okay
3: uh, you want to do the same
0: all right
3: i step back don't get burned
0: uh, upon reaching in once it's golden You pull out a metal box It's laminated with hearts wood uh, Wood that looks like it comes from fairly deep in the east Okay Time to open the box Agreed There are a series of needles uh, Made out of moonsilver and chalcum, And ha- they have star metal tips to them The needles themselves look like acupuncture needles There's 50 of them
2: um out of character i can think of an artifact in second edition but i don't know if my character would have seen them the answer is probably i uh-huh. imagine that there's something that he has seen other chosen of uh other chosen of the main use at some point
0: well whatever they are they aren't these these are a little more specific
2: okay so they're not uh wound care needles or whatever they were nope Um, would any
3: of my knowledge
2: help me on this?
0: Well, you three are smart cookies. And generally stuff like this works in concert with the temple it's in.
3: So, like, anchor points?
2: So, ways of linking the person to the temple? I... I look at the, uh, I look at the needles and seeing star metal on them. I ask, uh... I ask if Sola would hand me one, and I watch carefully to see if anything happens as Sola, as she picks it up, and particularly as she's still holding it while transferring into my hand.
0: Nothing strange happens if that happens.
4: Okay. Time to look for pinholes in the building.
3: No, these go in people
4: like god those go in people, but they could also go in the building.
2: It,
3: mm,
4: these yeah.
3: are these are acupuncture needles. It's so. Are very...
2: they, so, out of curiosity, they all have star metal tips. Some are in moons. Some have moon silver, and some are or chalcum. Or are they <laughs> all of them all three metals.
0: All, all of them all three.
2: These are essence links. Somehow,
3: is there enough? Okay, wait a minute. Um, in my knowledge of uh, chakra points and not- stuff like that, is there enough for more than one person? Oh, yeah. How many?
0: Um, depending on what philosophy you subscribe to, anywhere from five to a dozen.
2: There are seven chakra points.
0: Depending on what philosophy you subscribe to, over the ages... I pull there
2: one are out... Seven. And if you don't get that reference, I apologize. I know.
3: I pull it out, and I uh, hold one up, and I channel some essence through it.
0: It stays vaguely magnetized to your hand. Like static electricity style.
3: Right? I release the essence, and I'm assuming it loosens up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: I... I'm not sure. Um, it attunes one to this place of some sort. It might work on mortals, might work on exalts. I don't really want to go sticking needles in myself. I already did that once. Although... you just
0: the... fine.
4: Why don't you want to stick needles in
0: yourself? Well, I don't... Let's Kurt Cobain in... this.
4: Yeah. Also, um, I mean... If we are talking about chakra points, right?
3: If it's if it's acupuncture needles,
4: yeah. Um...
3: They look like that, though. I'm assuming uh, d- these do look like acupuncture needles, correct? And they do look the... similar. Are essence anchors of some sort? I mean, look back in the other room. There were. 20 some odd rooms, 20 some odd chambers back there this might have been some sort of ritualistic place of empowerment it could have been a garrison the map the needles this could have this could have been oh um look at the fetishes on the wall okay are they war fetishes? Do I see some symbols uh, like dedicated to warriors and the like? No. What are they?
0: The symbols for the sun and the moon basically show them tracing across uh, the heaven and earth, pulling the different uh, seasonal spirits along with them and sort of building a star map of the seasons and the heavens and the dragon lines.
3: Okay, so it's not a military garrison.
2: I'm not sure, then. How certain are we that the needles are acupuncture needles? They're like acupuncture needles, but I imagine that we have all seen acupuncture needles before, so...
3: I know I have, at least.
0: Well, what are acupuncture needles for?
3: Release- healing.
2: Usually. Yeah, relief of pain, relief of pain. They f- uh, they free energy to flow free the to flow in its natural paths.
0: So they manipulate the chi of the body. Yep. Yep. Okay. It, and... We're
2: looking at a magical. We're looking at a first age map, which for some reason needed to be associated with the same location in which these were stored. Uh huh. The, we, I, I said, solar, "Is it possible? Solar? Is it possible that their form, as such needles, mm-hmm. might be functional as well as symbolic? Perhaps since they keep since this map keeps track of the surroundings, maybe through the needles one can affect something in the surrounding area."
3: Now that we've got the needles out, I'll move the box and the contents back. Touch the symbols, switch it over to the the liquid moon silver. Roll out the map. Did the needle show clearly on the map?
0: Oh yeah, you could just stab them right in.
2: Into the map. Is the map itself composed of something that is clearly an artifact material?
0: Uh, whatever material the the papyrus or the parchment is made of, it is strong and metallic feeling.
2: Well, that's oh. reassuring.
3: And self-repairing. Oh, okay, okay, yep. okay. I look at the local dragon line. Does it mark that on the map?
0: Oh uh, yeah, you can tell. It's shifted so that now it's flowing <laughs> over this uh, base. It's the wa- It's the river.
3: Remember the reverse flowing river? I pull out one. Oh, uh, yeah. Take that, remember that needle that I pulled out? That I uh, that I have in my hand. Yep. Um, I will gently I don't want to do anything too crazy Nearer the natural flow of the line I'll push one of the needles in to the map
0: the river on the maps flows slightly more towards it uh, apexing at where uh, the needle is directly in correlation to that part of the river
2: as I'd thought they literally
3: reshaped the landscape with these they're using the dragon line oh that's crazy why would they well I, okay i understand shaping the land especially if they wanted to generate energy or control the flow of the area
0: it's it's
3: wow is this over engineered
0: <laughs> it's just there is a uh Uh, glyph and symbol of adamant, which you don't usually see in these kinds of designs, that seems to propagate from the needle to the surrounding area where you poked it in. Almost like stability, or actually, not adamant, jade.
3: Oh. Oh, it's a... (laughs) Well, that's neat. Okay, okay, okay. I put down four needles and a diamond formation put my fingers on them, and channel uh, essence through it.
0: Alright. A sort of diamond pattern glow sticks in, and the entire area has a very uh, green jade sort of design to it, like an emerald almost, and the river and some of the surrounding trees start to bend towards it.
3: (laughs) Uh, Mirage, can you go out and check it? Uh, We'll open the door for you, but (laughs)
2: <laughs> um certainly Oops. I ch- I check it and pro- tell me the forest has shifted.
0: So some of the trees in the forest have bent themselves and look like they've been growing that way their entire lives and are facing towards just a random part of the clearing and that river is flowing is kind of jackknifing a bit near its ridges towards that area but not just on a two dimensional plane the water itself is also starting to flow up and bump up towards it
2: oh dear Um, rocks
0: are starting to like pebbles are starting to like shift and move towards it giving it sort of beachhead that's diamond shaped Nearby uh, spores and sapling uh, seeds are starting to flow around the the diamond area.
3: And if you were inside it,
2: can can Mirage approach it safely? I was gonna say, um, do I see any effect on those things that are within the diamond area?
0: You see some rabbits jumping around inside. They look fine.
2: Okay. Um, I think I have my answer, but I have one last question to ask before I pop back in, which is. Is this place still obscured by the river?
0: Oh, yeah. The entire river hasn't moved yet.
2: Yeah. We're
3: just pulling water and plant life around it to form this diamond. Yeah. And every time I pull a needle out of the map, I assume the map seals back the hole instantly.
0: Uh, there is no hole when you pull the needle out. Exactly. Satereal. Yeah. This is fucking with the fate of the area.
2: I I I know. That's why I just said oh, fuck before.
0: Really hard. Did,
2: did that not come across the. Did that not come across the channel? Uh, when I, when I said ah oh, crap, um, yeah, I'm going to pop back in, um, and uh, get these needles out. I look at him and say, get the needles out. <laughs> I nod vigorously, very gently pull them out, and set them back in the box. The, I say uh, the- that is. The, I, I say the alterations
0: is... on the maps stay. When you pull the needles out, you'll actually have to like use the needles to re- refix it.
3: Oh geez, okay. I spend the better part of I guess an hour <laughs> gently coaxing the thing back to its original configuration.
0: Yeah, You yes. have to. You have to use the sandbox tools now.
2: Oh geez. So that answers that.
0: I okay. say that is a very
2: powerful tool that we should probably use with. Very little frequency. I mean, having the ability to create an emergency um,
3: stabilization area against Faye is pretty cool. But I got a bad feeling that this place might have been a shaped area to begin with. Because we're on the fringe of what now is a local empire and stuff. Imagine what this place would have looked like back during the height of the first age. Why would they build this? Um, Sola, could you put the box away?
4: I put the box away.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I put the map away. That is so weird. It takes two of them to initiate this kind of change. So that's... Do you notice that? It, it takes both a solar and a lunar acting in tandem to, to manipulate this. So this is nothing that's done lightly. No.
1: It's
3: bizarre. It's grossly over-engineered. The whole place looks like it was designed for some sort of experiment. Or maybe some bastion. Or...
2: Oh, wow. They were so weird in the first stage. <laughs> Have we thoroughly explored at this point the inside of the uh, of the of the temple? Yes, you have. Except
3: for the the sarcophagus which we probably don't want to mess with because it's probably armed to the
2: gills with a million and one defenses. I would agree and we're going to need to investigate why this why those tools are here and perhaps if they had a particular purpose. Um, But in the meantime, it is It is good to know what they are and And where they are. And how we can seal this place up again. Yes.
3: I really don't see how our enemies can use the tools since they're so anchored to this location. I mean, yeah, you could screw with a 20-mile square area, which is big, but at the same time... I mean, yeah, you could pull the river out of alignment and cause all sorts of shipping issues, which is bad. But at the same time, you could use the very same tools to restore it. (laughs) I'd say we lock the door, leave the body in here. We can take the the green jade uh, artifacts and move on from there.
0: (sighs) That is so weird.
2: Please tell me that the law of gravity has reasserted itself when we exit this place.
0: I mean, you spent time fixing it.
2: Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to just leave it as a mess. Um, I do check
3: one thing out of the sarcophagus. Not going to open it up, but I do look for a lunar symbol somewhere in that all the iconography and stuff like that.
0: It's very heavily solar designed. Molten gold and the like.
3: Right, but is there like a small like lunar mark somewhere on it at all?
0: Uh, there is, and Soul could probably see it with uh, her sight because she can see the bottom of the casket because like you can see the surface details, just not the inside. And the bottom of the casket actually has uh, an author's mark.
3: Yep, thought so. Lunar Mate crafted this, which means let's not mess with it. Yay! <laughs> okay. Alright. That is so... Ugh, this... This is gonna bother me.
2: just <laughs> place bothered. Well, I think that's a very nice little uh, little puzzle to leave us with for next time.
0: Yeah, I thought it was interesting.
2: That was that was very interesting.
0: And again,
3: the first the first stage exalts built some weird crap. Oh yeah <laughs>
0: the god had a little more information if you want to hear it if I assume if you sure. want to talk to him. The, oh yeah the, the shtick was is that they were looking for ways to deal with the fair folk when the great contagion was hitting because the fair folk raids were stepping up a notch. So they found that one of the last uh, Ballorian Crusade pushes would come through this valley and they knew that there was something here so they'd spent time looking into it. And the god basically found this place and was like, "Yeah, this is a, this is a thing that can be used to stop it." And the last, bl- the blurring crusade push is going to go right through here. It'll be a slaughter. And yeah, then, I and, then, see and then it. it didn't work out quite right.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you knew how to use it, and by the way, that would take ages of tinkering with it, experimenting, researching uh, the safe ways of of altering the local uh, geomancy. Not to mention the damage that would do.
0: Uh, there's that. Yeah. If they were able to figure figure the needles out because the god was able to kind of figure out a bit of this this area's history uh, they were just going to stab fair folk with needles on the map over and over again until they died
2: because they could see every single individual on the map
0: yeah Mm -hmm. that was their plan
2: that would have slowed them down honestly the
3: better way would have been to set up uh, set up buttresses of hardened reality those jade symbols
0: I'm sure the terrestrials would have figured something out. Yeah. Still, they are exalted.
3: <laughs> God, imagine getting a Fey Folk in the middle of one of those and then putting down a diamond of, of jade stabilized reality around it. That would have been. Oh, you're
2: like, a monster
3: to even think about that. Hell no. That's awesome. But yeah, then you'd have to fix the local geomancy after you did it. But
0: woof. Well, there would be local geomancy left behind, so that's a win.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
3: It, well okay you could fix it after you did it but man that would make a monster feyfolk folk trap which is pretty much what this is is a giant well okay it probably wasn't designed for that it probably was designed for all sorts of geomantic experimentation it was like a test bed
0: yeah it's not um, its own manse it doesn't it's, it's just drawing power from a ley line they trapped yep yeah it's
4: just a scary tool that exists in general yep
3: The body's laying in rest here. Uh, I say we leave it alone. And it's it's one of those first stage anomalies we do not want to mess with. In fact, you know what? Before we leave, um, the door operates normally. But you know what? Both of us should touch the symbol at the same time and lock it.
0: Oh, it'll completely seal itself once you leave.
3: But no, I'm saying the altar. Lock the altar in its neutral state. Oh, okay. So no one... No one who isn't a lunar or solar could muck around with it because we don't want people playing with this thing.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Yeah. I
0: mean, good idea.
3: Should, in theory, the door should still operate when the altar is in its neutral state.
0: Oh, yeah. You can go into full, full shutter.
3: Yeah. It's probably safer that way. Now, um, probably got to call it for the night, but we have yep. to figure out what to do with these jade artifacts and deal with monsters.
0: Yep, that'll be next session. So this went pretty well. You guys have fun.
4: Yep, that was oh, great. Yeah. I that love mysteries entertaining.
0: Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, uh, this is Devin and that's cute. Oh, for and, you guys. Oh,
2: that's my cue. Right, right, right. All right. Uh, We're not Gary, <laughs> Joe,
4: Dustin,
0: and this is sponsored by nobody. Signing off.